0: It has been recording uh, 17 minutes. Yeah, yeah, great. I um didn't have that plan. Mm-hmm. I had more of an intro plan, but right. I guess that's good. I won't yeah. put in that full 17 minutes because you talked about people fucking and nobody wants to come onto this podcast to hear that. So people, yeah, they
1: don't want to hear about burgos,
0: right? <laughs> so actually, all right, I, this is not a joke, but this, is, this is the start of the episode. Lit, literally, so the last episode it's we started our Christmas. Literally, okay. last episode we started talking about the ham tastic and yeah. how that is how Christmas is ushered in sure. for 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 us, you and I at least. And then you went in to talk about the um, was it the French combo, Italian combo, Italian chicken sandwich, Italian chicken sandwich at Burger King, yes. right? So I was away this last week mm-hmm. while I was there. They had a big promotion at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is it is apparently the last tour for the McRib sandwich. Goddamn. Now, I've never had the McRib. End of an arrow. Yeah. Right? I, I heard about it first on a podcast. <laughs> okay. And the, the guy that was on it, there were two guys on it. One guy said, uh, this is the greatest sandwich he's ever had. He has it repeatedly. Yeah. The other one said it was absolutely disgusting. Yeah. So ever since then. Both
1: opinions are correct.
0: I have always wanted to find out for myself what this tastes like.
1: It tastes like a very middle of the road slab of barbecue
0: ribs. A slab of meat is really the best way to describe it. Covered in
1: sauce. It's just And you bite into it and you're like, hmm, I guess this is a little better than a regular burger. I guess, but it's like
0: I feel like it's just meat mixed together. Put You're into, describing McDonald's. No, I understand I am. I'm just oh. saying it, it's like they, they, they made this mystery meat, they put it into right. these rectangular slabs mm-hmm. and they drizzled a little bit of pork flavoring yeah. on it so yeah, that you yeah, can yeah, vaguely yeah. taste yeah, yeah, what yeah. seems yeah. like pork. Yeah. Slather that in barbecue sauce, mm-hmm. put some pickles and, and, and onions on it, right. and that's your sandwich. Yeah. But one of the worst things I've ever tasted in my life. McDonald's, baby. <laughs> Anyway, I just I thought I thought about that as I was preparing for this that mm-hmm. we're gonna be talking about sandwiches. Anyway, that has again. been the Burger Mandem. Once again. As always. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to another episode of Movie Mandem, the show, the podcast where we are the Mandem that talk about the movies. That's right. I'm one of your hosts, Damien, with me as always, is my co host. Hey, it's me, Bam. Hi, Bam. How you been? Chilling, man. I've uh I well, I know how you've been because I saw you last night. That's true. We were at... um, Sky Gallery Film Festival. Film Under the Stars, which is um, a a film showing that they put on every third Friday. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're in the Kingston area, it's where Sora used to be. Yeah, Phoenix Avenue. Phoenix Avenue, 9 to 11. and um, Follow them, uh, Sky Gallery, JA on Insta. Definitely do, because they are are routinely showing Jamaican films, local short films. Um, It was a great time. We met some nice people. It was a nice gallery there as well. Um, I won a bottle of wine. You did win a bottle I, of wine. I did, yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. the five raffle tickets sold.
1: You won the one out of the five raffle they tickets. They said at I'm the last so minute,
0: if you guys would like to come in and join this raffle, is $200. I said, fuck it. I got $200. There we go. Walked away with a bottle of wine.
1: Congrats.
0: Not the one that I like, though. I will say that. I don't, I'll take it. I don't, no, I'm not giving it to you. Oh. It's mine.
1: Oh. Oh. oh, drama on the podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the drama is that you would like my wine and I'm not giving it to you? Yeah, sure. I mean... Pet, I'm petty. All right. Well, we also um, we have. And you can hear them in the background messing around. Are you coloring? There's They're, an entire geez. adult coloring book on it on this. I'm right here now. hosting a podcast, a full Looking on at my co-host, I turn to my left, and there's just this array of in front of me doing some adult coloring. Wow. I guess wow. we weren't doing such an entertaining no. job no. then. No. Yeah. Yo, my uh, guy is crushing it at coloring those butterflies. So. <laughs> He's very much in the lines, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah give him that. Yeah. All right. Um, mm-hmm. So we have some people in the in the podcast studio I, today. I, I, w- I would like to point out the book is called "Cheer the Fuck Up." Yeah, it's an, an, adult, an
1: uh, positive shit to color yourself
0: happy. All right. Well, plug for them, I guess. Yep, good Free plug. sponsorship. Good plug. Um, yeah, we got some people in the podcast. It is our big Christmas spectacular. That's right. We did. Talk a little bit about Christmas last time. We Mm -hmm. talked about The Nightmare Before Christmas. That's right. Uh, But mostly with a lens towards... Jack Skellington. Jack Skellington, tortured artist. Mm -hmm. And we talked mostly about Henry Selick and his career and and his most recent um, uh, uh, production on Netflix, Wendell and Wilde. Uh, But this episode is full-on Christmas, all Mm -hmm. our Christmas favorites, holiday favorites. And uh, we figured, why not get some people in here? Because Christmas is all about coming together, holiday cheer. Getting some some warmth. We, we, we and you joy li- lightly
1: laptop. decorated the the office.
0: Yes, yes, we did. We we got um, the Infinity Gauntlet is adorned with Christmas lights because uh, just because you can't snap half the universe doesn't mean you can't have some holiday cheer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you guys like that Thanos glove?
1: Is that Thanos glove working for you?
0: It's, it's a gauntlet, man.
1: It's a little glove. It's an a elf, a dwarf <laughs>
0: made for him. It's a little. <laughs> that's pretty Christmassy though. It's like he Christmas he did thing. he did commission a dwarf to make that for him so Thanos is just one big. Santa we do Claus.
1: pictures on this podcast. I should take some pictures.
0: Yeah, take some pictures. Okay. We can put it on our page. Sure. Um, but yeah, welcome everybody to the podcast studio. How are you guys doing? Nobody can hear you, but you know you can tell me. Make big
1: noise in the background, guys.
0: Woo! All right, I'll I'll take a whoop. Yeah, we'll take. I'll I'll put in some cheers and some whoops, Sure. You know, sure. and I'll take sure. out this part where I say that I'm putting in the chairs right. and the whoops. All right. Right. Um, That's called editing. (laughs) unfamiliar with the term editing. Hey, now that is called producing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to be talking about Christmas movies, our favorites of the holiday season. Uh, We're going to be talking with the people here, asking them what they like to watch around Christmas. Or if they're a bunch of Scrooges and Grinches who don't care about the holidays at all. Mm -hmm. We're going to try and give them some Christmas spirit. Uh, But before we do any of that, Bam, we do have to talk about the ongoings of the movie-verse this week. Yeah. Um do you wanna start with the trailer that we have or do you wanna go into our discussion about the let's, destruction of those? Let, let, let's start doors. light with the the, r- the real big uh, news. Yeah, let's start light with the trailer. All right, so um I wanna hit Folks, p- would you please
1: turn your attention to the screen?
0: Okay. All right, so that is the Barbie trailer. It comes out July twenty first, directed by Greta Gerwig and co written by uh Noah Baumbach. Yeah, her hobby. Her hobby, yeah. Uh they all, did they write marriage story together?
1: Uh, yeah, even though Marriage Story is about his previous wife.
0: Mm, well, I mean, you would write it with your mm-hmm. new wife, wouldn't mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, so that is the Barbie trailer. And uh, people are used to hearing our opinions on movies, Bam. At this point, they're just tired of us. So right, why don't right, we just right. throw it to the uh, the guests in the room? Yeah. Anybody who has a voice uh, that would like to be heard about this trailer, grab the mic. Let me hear what you That's
1: think. so sort of the hot takes on the
0: Barbie trailer. Guys. What do you think of the Barbie trailer? Any Jermaine, you can grab it. It's okay.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I am interested.
2: Okay. What? It- interests you about it. I like how they started with this idea of it going really far back and, you know, from the beginning. And then I get the sense that it's not going to take itself too seriously,
0: mm-hmm. but that it does have a serious so. message to convey. What serious message do you get from it?
2: Well, the throwing away of the baby dolls and the embracing of the Barbie doll as, mm-hmm. you know, the manifestation of the person and of womanhood, which is oftentimes the history of Barbie as a doll and, you know, what dolls... Mean to girls and that mm. kind of like
0: so women no longer being infantilized they're gonna have some agency mm-hmm. yeah but okay. also
2: you know I, I'm seeing Simuli I'm seeing I'm seeing like a cast of folks I'm like okay and like the camp of it as well just kind of popping off
0: the screen you the got baby scheme. goose over there Ryan Gosling yeah, yeah so I I'm mean like, it's impossible not to have that that camp feeling when you're seeing all of those bright colors right it mm-hmm. is comp- that, as you talk about his his cornucopia of colors right there that, right. that is exactly what you see when you go into a Barbie aisle in a toy store. Just bright pinks and yeah. blues, and and so I, I think I want,
1: I want pastels to explode in my face. It I, is, I think
0: the color tones right there is like that is working for Absolutely. selling that Barbie vibe. Um, anybody else have any thoughts they want to share? Are you interested in seeing this movie after seeing the trailer, Craig Reed? Let me hear your thoughts on that because I see your face. This is Craig Reed. I'm not gonna say his last name, but his name is Craig Reed. Last name. <laughs> um, interested. Not really. If I said we we got free tickets to the Barbie movie right now, yeah, what you saying, bro? I'd sell them.
3: Ooh, <laughs> mm, mm.
1: it's free tickets, bro. Mm. Yeah, I'd sell
0: them. Okay, mm. so you're not interested in seeing this movie? No, not really. All, All right, down,
1: down a point for feminism.
0: Though. Why? What, <laughs> what? 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 What about this trailer does not appeal to you? Um, hmm. And next question: uh, Would mm-hmm. would would an uh, like an action max doll movie would that have appealed to you? Like, if, if is this too much of a? What's your g- thoughts on Jojo? Yeah. <laughs>
4: Oh yeah, I can I could do with some toxic masculinity right now. Okay. Yeah,
0: okay, cool. okay. All right, I got yeah. you.
4: <laughs> some toxic femininity, not for you. <laughs> no, not really. it's not for me. It's not for me.
0: Okay. Okay. So you think is this whole trailer is designed for people not like you? Interesting. Damn, the guy would add That's the whole, possible.
4: To
1: to
0: watch Barbie. The guy mm.
4: would or I just to... coning myself out. I'm not sure. Yeah, I yeah.
0: think you might. Be. I think there might be something here that um, <laughs> would appeal to you. I mean, Shaq, you have any thoughts you want to share? Does the trailer appeal to you at all?
1: Uh, I think I'm in the same camp as Gregory. That's what really do you to me?
0: What do you think the movie is gonna be about? Does it tell you anything like that, or is it like, would you, if you, if there was more of a story there that you could follow, would that kind of? Yeah.
1: So, so I think that's it exactly. This didn't really show me what to expect from the movie. It's called a teaser. Yeah, it. no, it is a teaser, and that a, a good teaser does do that, I suppose. But uh, there's nothing for me to grab onto. Really. Okay.
0: Well, Please. this is the, the, the response I expected from, mm-hmm. you know, bringing a bunch of man-dem sure. on, on sure. Movie man <laughs> sure. 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 Um, sure. but I I But, you know, I think... Well, listen, we
1: can say that for our spin-off Movie Woman-Dem. Mm, so, yeah.
0: So. Um, I, I, so we were talking about this with the Lego movie. Right. And the thing about the Lego movie that worked was um, it was a blank slate, so... You had so much free lore. You had so much free lore, and you could do whatever you wanted with it. And that's a similar thing with Barbie, where... There's not, you know, she has all her different outfits, her different careers, and Malibu, you know, space, <laughs> office. <laughs> there's, there's different Barbie characters. There's Ken, and then you know, there's um
1: her, yeah, her Rainbow
0: Coalition of friends. Right, um, but like you know, outside of the the Barbie animated movies, you would have Barbie as a you know the the Nutcracker princess or yeah, right, whatever. Right. Those are just you know different stories, but you put Barbie in it. Yeah. Uh, this is, you're going to take the Barbie and make something out of it, make a whole world out of it. So with a blank slate, you can do whatever you want with it. The, the, the bad part of that is with a blank slate, there's nothing to go on. Yeah. So that was my trepidation hearing that there was a Barbie movie because it just felt like, all right, this is a popular property and you're thinking you can cash in on this. What excited me about it was seeing that Greta Gerwig was involved, yeah, and that she had got in all of these fantastic actors to be in this movie, and and you know people who, well, clearly they're in this movie because they are the most conventionally attractive people in Hollywood at the moment. They also like, kind of look like dolls. They, they exactly. They yeah. <laughs> they are manufactured to look like that on the silver screen on a regular basis. So of course they're going to be in the Barbie movie.
3: Yeah.
0: Um. You know.
1: Um. I uh, I really love I really love hearing these negative takes on mm-hmm. um, from these bag of dudes because <laughs> um like okay, so I don't really watch football, but that has no connotation on how many people watch football, mm-hmm. right? My opinion is completely irrelevant to facts. Right. So uh back in the early nineties, Barbie released a fashion designer game for the CD ROM.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it sold more copies than Doom. <laughs> <laughs> so, for all dudes talk about Doom all the time and mm-hmm. all that shit, shit you not, the Galdem,
0: very quietly, mm-hmm.
1: has one of the best-selling PC games
0: <laughs> of all time. Yep. But the Barbie is a is a hot commodity. He always has been. Uh, I'm just going to pull up some of the the um, screenshots from the, the trailer because y- you do see them kind of in a flash- you don't really get a chance to kind of take it in. Um, okay, so you got Ryan Gosling here. Right. I believe he is playing Ken. Sure. I forget this actor's name. German. Do you remember, do you remember uh, his N- name? Nakuti
1: from... Gonzo. He's the new Doctor Who.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nakuti
1: Yeah. 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 He's a new Doctor from Who. Sex yeah. So he's yeah. from
0: Sex Education. He's gonna be the new Doctor Who. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, he is sporting a very fashionable goatee here. Um well, the headband, my okay. guy. Yeah. I don't know who this actor Looks is. He's like a
1: non Drake kind of looking. <laughs>
0: That's Aubrey Jr. Right. Uh, Margot Robbie and... Uh, this no, Arbor Jr. is much than <laughs> that. I forgot about his actual child because yep. he hid him for so long. Um, they got this image of Margot Robbie and uh, this is clearly... Uh, statuesque one could say. Yeah, a reference to uh, Stanley Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got all these these little girls. I don't know if this would actually be in the movie. I feel like this is just for the
1: team. Yeah, I feel like this specific thing. Maybe it's the very, very start of the movie, and then they'll go into
0: whatever the plot is. The Barbie land yeah. that they all live in. Yeah. Um, and this is the Barbie land where... Yep, exactly
1: what the ones look like. The, b- the just Her image of her on that roof, just looking upon the pink kingdom.
0: It looks like... uh. At Lisa it, Frank painting? <laughs> No, uh, well, everything looks plastic, which is um, correct. It works for what the movie is supposed to be. But um, the the musical Hairspray um, Mm -hmm. has has that very similar vibe, very you know, kind of um, color palette, and uh, this kind of like a bubblegum pink pop. That's yep, bubblegum pink pop is a that's that's a phrase I didn't think I would say on this show, but yeah, that's exactly what it is. Precisely. Um, Let me see what else we got here. There is a Simuliu who is uh, Shang-Chi himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is, I don't know who he's playing in the movie, but uh, he's throwing some dance moves here. Yeah. Um, him, him and the boys are doing some real... Um, West Side bu- Story. But yeah, but West Side Story. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, What's they're they're the name? B- Bugsy Berkeley, music, musical producer. <laughs> and um, you got this. They're, they're clearly, Margot Robbie must have had 8,000 wardrobe changes in this movie. She bet like, every thirty seconds. That's a, that was new. the thing about the um the Cruella movie. I don't know if you watched that. Um the Emma Stone film. I thought of fashion, but I not Well, yeah, so that was the best thing about it was Cruella DeVille being a fashion designer in the in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um they had so many different outfits and they were really, really impressive. I believe it was nominated. I don't know yeah, if yeah, it won yeah. or not. Um so I'm looking forward to like the wardrobe in this movie being No, this
1: image of her on the dance floor yeah. looks suspiciously like um, the Austin Powers' Austin
0: club from the 60s, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, I can see that. When did uh, uh oh, you got also got Issa Ray right is there, um, and uh, I as don't politically th- correct Black Barbie, I yeah,
1: say? I, I know she has a name, but you know, I'm not really hip to you're the not as, as hip the, the yeah,
0: the Barbie lore, that's not something yeah. that you're versed in, yes, that's all the images that are there, um, I. I tell you what, I was I was pleasantly surprised by it because there's even in these shots you can tell there's a lot of direction going on. There's a lot of things going on in the background. There's some intention. There's clearly been a lot of thought put into the art direction of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's very consistent and also very dramatic. Um, I'm interested to see this from the perspective of a Greta Gerwig fan because I don't feel like she's ever done anything like this. Me,
1: I'm a Greta Gerwig fan. <laughs> I
0: like Ladybird. <laughs> um Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So she's done Ladybird. She's done Little Woman. Frances Ha. Right. Nothing like this. Nothing that's, you know, this is kind of like when Damien Chazelle did um, uh, Whiplash, <laughs> Whiplash. then he did La La Land. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is her, you know, was her La La Land. very explosive kind of. Um, so I think if anybody was go- supposed to tackle a property like Barbie where there's not much there mythology-wise outside of, you know, every Barbie doll must have their own Bio no, the here's the thing. Mm. There
1: is tons of mythology. We, as a bunch of niggas in this room, <laughs> are simply not privy. <coughs> Speak it,
2: for yourself. Do you know the Barbie mythology? Could you please, you I, please I educate am, us on, on some expert. vague Barbie mythology? Go ahead. Not an expert in be the Barbie be mythology, my guest. The educate, educate the audience. But Barbie as an international sort of cross icon. platform yeah. icon, because you have to remember. There are a shit ton of Barbie movies. Mm-hmm. There is fairytopia..: sure. There's no, Mermaidia. Well,
0: those movies tend to just they they are stories mm-hmm. that one I mean, part. as far as I know, they exist and then they put Barbie all Th- over it.
2: That's one way to look at it. But the thing is it's Barbie entering those stories. So
0: yeah, but them. it's not Barbie it's not it's not like every time you see Barbie she's like, Oh, remember that time I was a nutcracker princess? But you remember. But you remember. Right. So
2: you take it with you. But
0: it, the 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 film is going to have Barbie as a central character. It's going to have her going on her own ver- her own journey. You know, I I don't know if if they're going to make reference to anything like that. Um. So I'm I'm just interested to see what's going to happen with the. the I'm I'd, I'd interested to see Barbie as a character herself outside of Barbie's you know uh, uh skin being applied to different characters from different stories. Um.
1: You know, I put Barbie very much in the universe of the the Olsen twins. Movies back in the day, to me, that's one collective universe. Like I think, like I think, like Elizabeth
0: Olsen would slide, and her sisters would yeah. slide right into this film. Sure. All right, and uh, so the next thing that we're gonna talk about today, before we talk about Christmas. Is um the death of your favorite cinematic universe, Bam? Because I know. Yeah, my favorite. Personally. You've been you've been loving oh, the trajectory. So much love for this of the <coughs> DC extended universe. You make sure the
1: sarcasm levels are really Let clear. me just
0: tweak um, the sarcasm yeah, right. right there. there we go. You should be good. There we go. Uh, or also as they called it, the worlds of DC at one point, <laughs> sure. uh, or just now as it's known, just the DCU, the DC universe. Yep. Um James Gunn, whatever you want to do, bro. <laughs> it really should <laughs> Balls be Balls in your court. It should be the DCU, if anything, because it's yeah. the DC cinematic universe. Or unless the DC stands for DC, which is just madness. Anyway, no. yeah. this cinematic universe without a name. Right. So I'm not sure if you recall uh the, the end Warner Brothers bank statement <laughs> universe. The end of the Black Adam movie. Anybody here saw Black Adam? No? You saw Black Adam?
5: I saw a few clips. I saw when um Hawkman was fighting Black Adam, going mm-hmm. through a building or whatever. I saw where Dr. Fate was killed by a demon. Right. Killed. He does, yeah. It, killed. Yeah, yeah. You know, and smiling, disappearing in a puff of particles. Right. And I saw the end where, you know, Superman, Henry Cavill stepped out of the shadows. All ah, right, there you go. So he, Superman shit, stepped out of the shadows in. Yeah. Um, stepped
0: right back into it, didn't he? <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> One
0: of. It's actually that post credit scene, I don't know if we talked about it there, but um, it is basic level post credit scene. It is sure. just character comes in talks to the Hi, other one yeah. we should talk right. or or um you you've got some explaining to do or mm-hmm. you think you're the only superhero in mm-hmm. the world like basically a level. real phase 1 nick fury really man yeah. Yeah. um and then so shortly after that and in fact before that Dwayne Johnson revealed to the world that Henry Cavill was back before the movie even released yeah, true Henry Cavill was in a, very in a, excited. In a, in a
1: faint attempt to, splurt, to
0: spur <laughs> interest in the movie? Yeah, which uh, did not work because no, um, it no. it's, it is not broken the billion that he thought it was going no. to. Um, um, much like Taylor Swift esque drama, <laughs>
1: the rock has unfollowed Warner Brothers on Instagram. I
0: saw that. Like he's just said, yeah. "Oh, I'm not. I'm not following you guys anymore." Yeah. And people are reporting on. I, mm-hmm. I hate mm-hmm. that we're in a society. I hate to see the girl is fighting.
1: <laughs> you hate to see
0: it. Unfollowing people should not be news, man. I'm sorry. No no intern should have to write the article about how Dwayne Johnson is unfollowing one of the wealthiest corporations. Damon, you hear
1: that? It's clicks. It's clicks <laughs> on an article.
0: Um, No, but so so, after the post credit scene, Henry Cavill he made his big post. He was like, I'm back. I spoke to the people in charge. I'm back. I'm coming back. I'm working out. I got the suit back. I, I am back. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That was in October. Yep. It is December now. Henry Cavill made an Instagram post. Yeah, I'm not. He's like, here's a thing. <laughs> so since Black Adam came out, James Gunn and uh, Peter Saffron were announced as the heads of DC Universe or DC Studios. Thank God, question mark. <laughs> and uh, they have made some shakeups. So there was a big, I think it was Entertainment Weekly or one of those uh, you know Oh, mm-hmm, that's yeah, that they they there was this rumor that a lot of the DC characters that people know and the actors portraying them will Man not be returning. To off, yeah. So it's ru- The only one that's confirmed is Henry Cavill, and um, also confirmed is that Patty Jenkins is not returning to direct. Finisher, trilogy. Yeah, yeah, the third Wonder Woman film. Um, which, you know, when I first heard it, I, you know, I didn't like the last Wonder Woman, but I did quite like the first one. I mm. like Patty Jenkins as a director. Yeah. So and Gal Gadot, you know, she's Gal Gadot. Yeah. She's, you know, she's
1: she's great as that one character.
0: Right. So you know, when she was uh, taken off it, there was this confusion: was she fired? Did she quit? Um, apparently, she she sent an email to the the head of Warner Brothers about you know what a story arc is, very sarcastically. Um, and then she she published recently this long. I feel like David
1: Zaslav would very much needs to be educated. On what a story oh,
0: arc is? is? No, because all he does is delete things from his, his yeah. streaming platform. He's a real right that. um Yeah, so she, she put, put out this this long thing that said she vehemently did not walk away from Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. She did not want to leave the character. She is uh, devastated by not being able to make another film. Don't know if Gargado will be back as Wonder Woman without Patty Jenkins. Um, it depends on how big the check is. I mean, th- hey, man. there's loyalty and then there's also cash. Um, she has a has a beautiful family to feed. Aquaman is up in the air as well, although not confirmed to be. But well, he's down in the sea, actually. He's <laughs> <laughs> um, but people have been campaign campaigning for uh Jason Momoa to play a Lobo. Yeah. Now, if you ask me, should have done that from day one. <laughs> from day one, there is no reason. I can to yeah. I consider he looks like him. He looks like Lobo. Yep. He's been, you know, savage like Lobo before. Yeah. Yeah. Even his Aquaman is more Lobo than yeah. Aquaman. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um uh,
1: yeah. on the right hand, he just needs to crank up that personality from like a yeah.
0: 8 to a ten, and yeah, we got Lobo. He doesn't have to pretend to care about being a king or anything. Yeah. It, it yeah. always seemed fake and hollow when he was doing that anyway. Right. Uh so yeah he he, he nepot-babied his way into the job. Hmm. How is how does how that how's that? You
1: know his mom was a queen. So oh okay. <laughs> oh right right right. You mean the cat? Right gotcha gotcha
0: gotcha. I was wondering who Jason Momoa was related to. <laughs> um, yes, I would love to see him as Lobo. I don't give a fuck if he's. Uh, Played Aquaman before, right? You know this Aquaman has no, you know, sentiment. Yeah, hot take. Chris Evans
1: was Human Torch, and guess what? He's Captain America. Yeah,
0: nobody gave a damn. You know, I would even in their big Secret Wars movie, um, if they have Chris Evans cameo, Chris Evans as come back hey, as Captain M- America M- and, M- and not Human Torch, not, not bad not bad bad that. at that. Um, and then Confuse he the shit the does he case. get paid twice for that, or does does Marvel save uh, a No, a check? He, he might,
1: you, you know what? Sneaky ass Kevin Feige yeah. might just be like, "Okay, you're not returning as Captain America. Captain mm-hmm. America's past. We're going to restart the contract, <laughs> right, with a low figure, <laughs> as apparent as human. Touch. It's just a cameo, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and uh, Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck, and and Wonder Woman and Superman." Were, well, I just said Ben Affleck as if he was a Batman, Games, Wonder Woman, and Superman were supposed to be in the Flash movie, right. which is still coming out despite everything. Despite <laughs> starring a sociopath, yes, um, that He's is cool. This <laughs> check is secured. Don't you worry, guys. <laughs> He'll buy another round. I remember. Do you remember the story? There being there. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, do apologize for that. Yeah, their check. The is criminal, secured. them. I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, my they, guy. <laughs> they They will be fine. They they have their movie coming out. Apparently, they have so much faith
1: in this movie. Right.
0: That they're just like... I don't even know if... We don't create hate.
1: how many crimes they want to commit the road. It's, it's funny, this though. This motherfucker's coming out.
0: Because they, they, <laughs> they put so much money into Batgirl, and then they they... Torpedoed. Dumped man. 90 million dollars into it. They're like, no, nope, I guess not. And apparently everybody uh, Brendan Fraser was in it. Yeah. He seemed to on his comeback tour. Yeah. And and he was a hot commodity. Like it was one of those things where you'd see an actor like Brendan. He's, you know, doing his like, Oscar tour. People are loving him again. And then he's in this big budget movie that's gonna get people mm-hmm. coming to see that film. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but that movie is just gone. Apparently, it's deleted from the servers, which I don't even know how that's legal, but you know, whatever. Um and yeah, the Flashpoint movie is still coming out. Michael Keaton's Batman is—I don't know if he's still in it no, or it's not. Just done. There was a story that there was a Batman movie planned with Michael Keaton, and that is now gone. That was secretly a Batman Beyond movie. It's supposed to be a Batman Beyond movie, yeah. and that one's also gone. Yeah. Um, but those are all rumors. Yeah.
1: Again. Until I see James Gunn step up on a stage yeah. with a big screen behind him and go, hey guys, this is what we're doing. <laughs> with all the logos. With <laughs> all the logos. With all the logos. And the dates. This yeah. is a slate. Mm-hmm. Until I see that, yeah.
0: this is all hearsay, as far as I'm concerned. But the only thing that's not hearsay is that he says Henry Cavill is not back at Superman. Mm-hmm. They said that they are going with a younger, less experienced Superman. Yeah, he's going to write a script for it. Yeah, apparently he's writing it. Um, I don't know who's directing it. Uh, They had talked about J.J. Abrams at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, There was that one that was rumored to have Tanahisi quotes attached to it. I mm-hmm. don't like know if bit, that's still bit. happening. Mm-hmm. Um, Really, nobody knows what's going Again, on. Again,
1: DC has, I don't know if you've noticed, for the past 10 years, been slowly torturing people mm-hmm. with false information. So... Again, I, I, mention, I, I, I've stopped caring for a very long time, yeah. and I very casually watch the movies, if I even do, and I, I know more about what's not happening right. than what yeah, is yeah, happening. Yeah. You could fill so, a
0: book with all of these yes, non-star TV I,
1: I cannot wait until a few years from now... Right. Um, uh, my guy that did um, the Big Short and whatever, he comes in. He says, Adam McKay. Yeah. If he, I, I pray to God, he comes into the HBO office one day. And yeah. He goes, guys, I have a great <laughs> series for you. What about all decisions made between 2008 mm-hmm. to, to 2020 yeah. at the Warner at, at, at the Warner Brothers studios? So How about he, that? I think talk- I think that'd be an amazing miniseries. Movies are terrible, yeah. But it, that'd be an incredible series to see these shitty decisions made my people open that corporate
0: office. As you talk about that timeline from 2008, I was thinking about this the other day, and I think the perfect... Right after Nolan left, they had
1: <laughs> no idea what to do. That, well, is that, the that was that's the thing with, the with
0: Man of Steel, was supposed to like, it had Christopher Nolan producing it, and that was like the stamp of approval. Exactly. And it was this thing where um, Zack Snyder had to convince him that Superman could snap somebody's neck, and it was okay. Right. And Christopher Nolan was okay with it, because the check was big enough. Check was clear. Uh, <laughs> check was clear. He's like, I'm out the door. I'm no. on that Interstellar set. <laughs> so- <laughs> Um, So, but what I was thinking about as as a direct comparison with DC and Marvel, right? They are, I think the, the, the thing that's closest to their kind of competition is you look at Android and iPhone. Every year iPhone comes out, it is sleeker, it is faster, it is smaller, camera's better, screen is better, you know, it's subtle changes, but essentially iPhone's the same. Right? They might do a throwback to an older design. they be like, hey, remember the iPhone SE? It had those really tactile clicks on the side. We're, mm-hmm. we're bringing that back. You know, so that's like Spider Man No Way Home. We're going right. to bring back some Toby, yeah, yeah. some Android. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're just going to show it some nostalgia there. That's Marvel. Marvel is this machine. They have this formula. It works. It's been, you know, pumping out great stuff yep. for them. And then you got Android phones. Some <laughs> of them flip closed. Some of them flip closed Put my another pocket way. Phone in my pocket. I way. <laughs> some of them are are as big as a tablet, but they yep. still work as a phone. They right. got a stylus, right? And every now and then, some of them explode. Sure. That's that's DC movies. Every now I think and then, about Teslas. <laughs> every now and then, you're gonna get some DC movies that just throw shit at the wall, see what works, and sometimes it works really well. Like I thought, the Suicide Squad. I thought that was a really good, that was a damn good movie. That was a damn good movie. Yeah. Um, you know, they made me care about a shark that, that go. only said, uh, you know, what a few this? words. Food? Yeah. E- bird. Bird. <laughs> bird. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Bird um. By Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. They, they, they had this heartwarming story about, uh, a girl that grew up with rats and her, 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 um, homeless father. And, you know, they, they made, uh, starro, they made starro work. Right. Right. Yeah. I was very sad on that. Poor the creature <laughs> Yeah. Um. But then on the other hand, you've got Suicide Squad, which yeah, is like right. dumpster fire. Right.
1: <laughs> so these. DZ... Yeah, sometimes you get a Wonder Woman, sometimes you get a Wonder Woman too. <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. Um. So mixed bag of a franchise. But I will mem- say. Mem-
1: remember when you said uh, one bad apple? <laughs>
0: Yeah, it, it does it does make for a mixed bag, but it is
1: a it is a you know a very Harry Potter ever flavour beans. Mm, like, right. Mm, sometimes it's chocolate, <laughs> sometimes it's
0: mucus. I don't know, man. Dig in. Yeah. It it it. Uh, I I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sad when you know. Well, now that it's all over, I'm a little bit sad because. It, would, it was nice to see where... Because in, in The Suicide Squad, you've got mercenaries going into an island they know nothing about and slaughtering people because they're brown. And the movie just... Puts that in your face and says, yeah, th- obvious this hair is, her actual gray characters, it's not like the Guardians characters that, you know, make jokes about, Jax right. will joke about murdering somebody. Right. And then you see in the Christmas special, he, he seems to have flipped a cop car to kill somebody. Yeah. But he, you know, everybody's fine. Yeah. It's, it's Disney. They're not going to go that stuff, far. Yeah. But DC would have gone to, th- I mean, you know. I didn't DC
1: just did what Reagan did to all of South America. <laughs> <laughs> um, with the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Just yeah, they p- sending groups of like they put military groups to like frig up and destabilize. Countries. They put
0: that in a mainstream movie with Margot Robbie and, right. and uh, Idris Elba. They have to be Davis. colorful characters. Right. They did what <laughs> they be doing. And, you know, the, the, the DC movies gave us uh, Margot Robbie from, you know, who's now in Barbie. She did Harley Quinn and I think I put her... No, up-
1: Scorsese gave us Margot Robbie for being... For keeping it hundred, Wolf of you, Wall Street. No,
0: I just mean they gave us Margaret Robbie as Harley Quinn. Oh, right. And and uh, if i the I mean like DC made her. No, that? no, no, no. I know that the, you know Wolf of Wall Street. That was that's when I first discovered her. Yeah. Or you know, well, I discovered her. Right. You didn't know. <laughs> right, right. Um. Well, I think we all discovered a lot about Margaret. <laughs> <in that movie. laughs> um. But yeah. So her in as, as Harley Queen, I thought that was one of those performances that you know I. Don't know, I mean, I think anybody could do a twist on Harley Quinn, like the the, the cartoon series, I think, um, that they have on the DC, that they have on HBO Max. Um, that's a good vocal performance. But typically, Harley Quinn doing the voice has been what there. There yeah. hasn't really been a physical version y- y- of that y- character. You know,
1: fun fact, um, I watched The Nanny mm. for the first time last night. Really? It came on HBO the, Max. The, the, the Fran, Fran Dreschel. Wow, okay. And so I watched the first two episodes. And I was like, oh, this is really good. Why didn't I mm-hmm. watch this? and it dawned on me Margaret Robbie's kind of channeling friend Yes
0: yes app ab- 100% 100% yeah, kind of yeah. channeling Fran mm-hmm. That that kind of uh, not 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 you know trashy but that that New York style yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and yeah yeah um, very adjacent to mob but not in the mob Right exactly she she knows everybody but right. she's not really in yeah, there you know yeah yeah, um, yeah so there there are certain portrayals that I thought uh, I, I genuinely liked Henry Cavill as Superman yeah. I didn't like the movies he was given to do I didn't like the scripts yeah, he was him given him
1: and Andrew Garfield have very unfortunately
0: been yeah. incredible that's a good comparison characters yeah in terrible movies <laughs> yeah but also saying that like James Gunn was heavily involved in the Suicide Squad and also in the show Peacemaker um, yeah the, I, one of the best shows so arguably
1: the best pizza content from from the, the DC, DC, DC yeah, DC. yeah.
0: yeah. I, th- I think so yeah. um I don't know what's gonna happen with those now because if Superman's out, Margot Robbie and, and those characters existed in the same timeline as that Superman. Yeah. But also, d- I don't really care. Yeah. Like if you my, just give me those good, pick out all the good bits. Right. Put it in your new universe. My my
1: assumption is James is gonna pick the three things that
0: work. Yeah. And then throw out the five hundred things that don't. Do you work. think that's why Flashpoint is still there? Because it's. I like thought that's what it was there for. An the, excuse for the whole to, point, to reset the whole, the whole thing. P- that could
1: possibly be yeah, and it's then, gonna be like a twenty-minute after-credit scene, right? <laughs> where they just yeah. sweep everything out of the house.
0: And uh, Ezra Miller is gonna be gone, De- sure. definitely.
1: Sure, they're gonna replace him with He's my boy replaced, from. Replace replace them from a CW or something. Yeah, they're gonna replace <laughs> them with
0: the with. Yeah, yeah, uh, Grant Gustin. The, that yeah? show is ending. Oh. You don't want you don't want him in there. Hold on, hold on. You, you throw them the mic. They got some dissenting opinions. Yeah. I don't want my CWA in my DCEU. Why know? not? Mm-mm. Why not? Wait, what, what is let, so let sanctified about home. the
2: DCEU? Let,
0: go turn home turn, to turn, what? Turn, let
2: him go home.
0: Grant Gustin needs work. Where is Grant Gustin he's otherwise? Job,
2: describe Grant Gustin's flash to me.
0: What do you mean? Who is he? Like, describe him to me. What do you mean who he is? He he cares about his family. cares about his dad. He loves running. He's always running. <laughs> he's always got to go faster. <laughs> he's,
2: he's, he's what, 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 what's his, what's his yeah. what?
0: But you know he wins the day with the help of his friends. I uh, mean, uh, if, I, I,
2: if I go into a theater and I see, oh God, sorry, it's it's me. I mean, the, so, me. so they did. Not a
0: black girlfriend. That's what I mean. <laughs> They did have the the Ezra Miller was in the the Crisis on Infinite Earths uh, crossover that they did, where they you know correlated with the. It's the, a Christmas the, episode. Man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the TV the, the TV verse with the movie verse, they made those connect. Um, so they could very well do that if they wanted to, but they probably won't. they probably bring somebody else to, mm-hmm. to play The Flash. Um, yeah, so just close out. Any of you guys have any, like, love for any DC movies? Are there any ones that really grabbed you that you were just like... Love is a strong word. Yeah, I know. Seeing yeah. the faces in this room right DC, now. DC, yeah. the, the DC
5: movies from Man <laughs> of Steel onwards. From Man of Steel onwards. Yeah. Oh, yeah Man of Steel is where it began. I liked Man of Steel. It was a bit slow. mm from time to time, but it was a good movie. Mm. I would say my favorite would be.
1: I think Man of the first, always slow, one, and the last, always too fast. Yeah.
5: <laughs> what? I'd say my favorite would be Shazam and. Uh, good movie. Shazam's good. Good movie. Yeah. Shazam was pretty yeah. that's good. The and, that's suit was horrible. Yeah. But the story was. It was, it was good. The was sequel good. is coming out to that, and I don't know what's going to happen with that either.
0: Yeah, um, yeah uh, Shazam, I like that one as well, and yeah. we talked about the Suicide Squad already. Shazam yeah. Yeah. had.
1: Squad. One of the most heartbreaking scenes ever.
0: Which is which when one? He, when he confronted, when, he, go, when he confronted his mom, oh, and, yeah, the yeah, mom yeah, yeah, and the mom yeah, yeah. Did like, yeah, just did right, right, not. Right, 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 right. Like I was like, oof. Yeah, <laughs> and um, I really liked the the Harley Quinn movie, the Birds of Prey yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was really solid. Yeah. I mean, I mean, some people in this room might think it wasn't made for them, but right. Uh, <laughs> I like does not feature male
1: um, main male characters, so perhaps. Yeah.
0: yeah. So Jermaine loves Birds of Prey. Yeah. So long live the DCEU... Long may it rain. Our yeah. uh, rest in peace. The piece. DCU is dead. You live some consistency?
5: Yeah, yeah
0: let's, I would so. love some consistency. But also, I really like that they would do some just wild out there stuff. And I don't. I didn't, re- like, to me, I'm not affected by Warner Brothers' bottom line. So if five movies failed for me to get one that was just like, that's really great. Mm-hmm. That's fine with me. But, you know.
1: Much like, you know, the straight to VOD <laughs> animated movies. Some of them are okay. Some of them are great. Exactly. And that's kind of how to do it. Yeah.
0: All right, so let's talk about some Christmas movies. Hey, man. Finally. All right, so, bam, it's the holidays. Hey, man. I don't know about you, but I tend to spend my holidays going over those Christmas movies that I know and love.
1: Same.
0: And um, you were were working on your little list of films, checking it twice. Mm -hmm. And then I threw at you, let's let's separate this into some categories. (laughs) Uh, I think we should talk about. the, the old favorites and the classics. yeah, And we should also talk about the new favorites and the modern hits. Because I yeah. feel like you know people, they don't really look at the new ones because they're too busy watching the ones they have nostalgia exactly, for. Exactly. But there have been some really and good some ones. some bangers, There have been some bangers in the last few years. Now, um, what do you define as a modern hit? I realize I didn't ask you that. <laughs> no, you did not. You're very vague yeah. with your thing. What is um, your timeline for modern hits? Modern. Let's say
1: 15 years.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. that's modern enough. Because yeah. it, it would be enough where one of those would have gone into the cycle, being mm-hmm. on TV mm-hmm. a lot. A lot, yeah. All right. So, uh, that's the
1: joy of Christmas movies. Every December, we are all mandated to the society <laughs> to watch them. <laughs> so they kind of become
0: all classics. All right. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about some classics. Uh, why don't you go first? Tell me what is uh, the number one, not number one, but one of the ones on your classics list.
1: O- o- one of my
0: many number ones. Mm.
1: Short and Sweet. Charlie Brown Christmas.
0: Whoo! All right, you just made my wife very happy. Right? Who said that? My heart. You like Charlie Brown Christmas? Grab the mic, man. You're joining this discussion. Yeah. All right. Let's go. You're up, Bubba. Charlie Brown Christmas. A little boy trying to rediscover the joy of Christmas with the world's shittiest Christmas tree.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: So, uh, for all those who don't
1: know, Charlie Mm -hmm. Brown is a wee boy. (laughs) Be stricken with anxiety. Does anybody Mm. not know Charlie Brown? At this point, I, hey, hey man, like I've, I've spoken into in, enough uh, younger people and just lay people in general, that like, some people just don't know the good shit. But uh, yeah, Charlie Brown Christmas. Some mm-hmm. of you may be familiar. Right. Uh, Charlie Brown, he's got a real shitty Christmas tree. He's got a real 40 year old Jews case of anxiety. <laughs> oh. And he wants to find out what the meaning of Christmas is. Yep. He's
0: just not feeling it. Not
1: feeling the vibe, yo. Mm-hmm. Something not that happens to a lot
0: of people every year. That is not feeling the vibe. Yeah, got that.
1: Got that seasonal effect of the disorder. Yep. Sad, as we call it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, I like that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and it's 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 like fifteen twenty minutes. Very simple to find. Yeah. He goes around, talks with all of his friends. Each one gives them an extra explanation of what they think Christmas is. Mm-hmm. And yo, they banging out that that piano, that piano soundtrack
0: the whole yep. time.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Snoopy, it turns out, best dancer in town.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, he got that dog in him. That dog <laughs> in him. Um,
4: Craig, what do you, you you like Charlie Brown Christmas? The thing about the Charlie Brown Christmas, right? It's
0: always good when someone ta- starts talking on a podcast with the thing about it. You yeah. know they're going to go into something yeah. good.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, my god! I set you up
0: too much, though, didn't I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> I'll take now alert. I'm about to
4: fail. <laughs> I'll take alert. All right, so. I don't really care about. This, it's actually about the storyline, mm-hmm. or the this, or the. It's about the vibe, mm. right? It's the feeling. Once, once you kind of evoke that feeling, whatever that is, that that sort of warm um, marshmallow in your yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's that's in what it's outro. all about. Mm-hmm. And whenever I see Charlie Brown, I'm like, oh man, it it gave it, it to hits you. me. Yeah. So the thing
0: that Charlie Brown was seeking. You get that whenever you see Charlie yeah. Brown Christmas playing. That's beautiful man. Yeah. beautiful, man. You really did. You, I set you up, but you knocked it down. That was yeah, great. Man. That was well done. Yeah. You're um, in his field, guys. My, my, uh, my wife loves this, and I had never seen it. She got good taste. I, I, I heard about Charlie Brown. I didn't really watch it mm-hmm. when I was younger, but I knew about him. I knew, you know, um, Paddy held the football out. Mm-hmm. He ran to mm-hmm. kick it. Mm-hmm. Didn't get it. Every time. Snoopy was there. <laughs> Woodstock was there. Uh, I didn't know any other characters. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know Linus? No, I didn't know that. My good friend Lina? No, I, I didn't know. I didn't know anybody. You gotta,
1: you else. gotta get on the whole the whole gang, <laughs> you know.
0: Um, but uh, we, I watched it with her. I don't know if it was last year, or the year. I think it was yeah, the first year of the pandemic, and we watched it. And it's it's just sublime. It, it's it is
1: really magical. I, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it is I, just if a you haven't perfect seen it, twenty minutes. Honestly, like if there's anything that you watch from these recommendations, it is so short. It is so accessible. Um, I'm pretty sure you could find it on YouTube, honestly. Um, Maybe if you just...
1: So, I I checked on YouTube you can find little five, three minute clips. Right. Or you can, I don't know, um, pirate it. (laughs) But, I mean, you should pirate it and keep that on your computer forever. Just
0: in case somebody says no longer having the Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah, Yeah, you know, in case, like, I don't know, Warner Brothers purchases the rights to Peanuts and yeah. one day
1: decides to delete it forever. Exactly, which yeah. is a
0: reality these days. Yeah. I say these days, uh, anybody who torrents things, they're not a pirate. They are an archivist. Yeah. They are they're a real film historians. <laughs> um, Yeah, I mean, I don't... Hey guys, I, if you got the extra cash, physical media. Yeah, you could get that. I'm sure you, those hand-drawn illustrations look great in 4K. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's the thing. The, the
1: charming thing about it is that it looks really low-budget. Yes.
0: That's yeah. kind of what's charming yeah, about it. Yeah, it is. It, it, uh, when did it come out? Uh, 70s. Let me see. Charlie Brown Christmas, 1965. 65? Damn. Oh, damn. Directed by Bill Melendez. Uh, featured song, Christmas Time is Here. Yeah, uh, 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. That is far too low. That that deserves at least well, a nine. Ninety-six. Nine nine. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah, I mean, no it's notes. it's it is something that you can watch with kids. It is always on television uh, every year. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I highly recommend seeing it. And um, yeah, you can even grab some sticks outside and make your own shitty Christmas tree. True. Sure. <laughs> um, all right, that's a really good pick. That's a really good start. I like that a lot. Um, all right, well, I'm gonna go with a classic, and it is kind of in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. In that it is one of the longest Christmas movies okay. that there is, but it is on television every year, and there's a reason for that. So I'm talking about "It's a Wonderful Life."
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Um, now I I watch this movie with my mom every year. I Aww. sometimes watch it with the rest of the family, but you know they're like, it's long, it's black and white, it's it's you know Jimmy Stewart making faces. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a real that kind of movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we watch it uh, whenever we can every year and uh, it, it's always on ABC or... or um. Yeah, so um, funny thing about
1: It's Wonderful Life, mm. uh, they've, the, there was some rights issue yeah. with it when it was made. So nobody owned the rights to it, essentially, and that's why it plays every year on Christmas because it's just free to play well, by any channel. So more more it than that, a
0: classic. It, it, it bombed terribly oh, yeah. when it first came oh, out yeah. so nobody really gave a damn about it yeah so it was cheap you could just pick it up yeah. put it on your channel and play it every year nobody and because them. it was in heavy syndication it became a, a holiday classic favorite classic. starts off with a man almost dying by suicide yep. uh, a bit dark for, for a christmas film have you guys never seen it's a wonderful life really you ever heard of it ever you know the story of it at all Okay, that is interesting. It is something that um, the template of it is parodied a lot in in other media, quite a lot. Um, it's an easy go to for for TV shows to have their Christmas episode. So essentially, what happens is there's this guy. Uh, his name is uh, oh god, I'm just I'm suddenly forgetting his Same name. Jimmy Stewart. Man. Uh, no, <laughs> his name is not Jimmy Stewart. Uh, George Bailey. George Bailey is one of those self-sacrificial souls. He puts himself before others at every opportunity. Uh, and at this point in the story, at uh, the movie begins, he's feeling quite miserable. Uh, he's got no money. He's about to lose his house. Uh, job isn't looking so well. He's got all these goddamn kids to, He's got four kids. One of them is currently sick for because uh, she walked home in the snow. Uh, <laughs> so he's not having a good time, um, and uh, he's he's about to end it all. You know, he wants his wife to cash in on their life insurance policy, mm-hmm. and right before he does, some angels are looking down on him. Now, these angels are represented by just blinking lights. The budget is, you know, it's pretty, 19, cheap, pretty cheap. It's nineteen forty-six. Yeah, the budget was they were not spending a lot of three money. million dollars, which yeah. I don't know how much that was at the time, but probably enough. Yeah, um, probably a solid. I know, no, but it probably went, million. you know, to to James Stewart's salary. They weren't thinking about visual effects like that for this movie. No, um, so. Yeah, so the, these angels are looking down on him and they're just like, why is this guy so miserable? And then the the elder angel is like, well, let's look back. And then you see everything that happened in his life and all the things that he did to, you know, care for other people. Um, like his his uh, his brother almost drowned in freezing cold lake. Yeah, and dark house movie. He, he jumped in to to save him, lost hearing in his right ear. Um, his- oh, I did the um, calculator? Mm-hmm.
1: Forty-five million dollars. Forty-five million
0: eight hundred and one. Okay, that's the budget It's so. a pretty low budget. Yeah, yeah especially for a, a big movie like this, starring you know Jimmy Stewart, um, and uh, yeah, so he does all these these wonderful things. He he helps. His his, it's his a wonderful life. His, his, he has quite a wonderful life, but he doesn't see it that way. So you know he's about to unalive himself, and uh, then one of the angels comes down and says, "All right, I'm going to show you." What your life would be like, like if you, you weren't existed. around. And then he starts walking through the town and he's meeting all the people that he has affected in his life. And he starts to see what his selfless acts have done for all the people in his has life. Has
1: anyone here ever seen the Chappelle show? <laughs> Great. <laughs> Kinda thought that. Do you remember the episode where there is a big titty woman who wants to get her, her like a breast reduction surgery? And Dave Chappelle janitor appears and says, no, no, no. <laughs> you can't do that surgery. You don't know how these breasts affect everyone in your life. <laughs> and he goes around and shows her each person, each dude who just like is so enamored by her titties mm. that their life is just completely
0: stable. I'm, I'm trying to talk about how, how warm and fuzzy this movie is. You're talking about titties. You know, that's as warm and fuzzy. Yeah. <laughs> Um. I but other things that have uh kind of. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get it from a modern audience. No, I get you. you I know. get you. I understand. You're 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 translating. The gentleman I perked up when they, I, I said the, When you when you said those big old titties, those big big old ears. Titties, though. Yeah. Um. <laughs> goddamn. Uh. But also COBs? the <laughs> the the Shrek movie, the fourth Shrek film. <laughs> there we go. That whole film is is Shrek feeling miserable because he's got all these goddamn kids running around. And then he sees what his life Rumpelstiltskin shows him what his life is like if he was never around. Uh, Fiona is this badass warrior, and, mm-hmm. and I don't remember what hap- I don't remember what happens in that movie. But it's the template has been applied to so many things because this movie is just so beloved by uh, so many people. Um, but the reason I like to watch it every year is because I mean the message to me is just like, it, uh, don't off yourself. Well, yeah, like. Sometimes your perspective is not match up with reality. You gotta take stock of what's going on around you, the people that you love, and see how it's affecting them. Is your hand raised? Okay. Um, and I think that's an important thing to just revisit every Christmas um, because it can sometimes feel like, man, you're doing all this and nothing is amounting to anything. You know, your 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 job is not where you want it to be. Your love life's not where you want it to yeah. be. But nothing's ever perfect yeah but then Christmas time where you tend to see your loved ones that you don't see throughout the year um, you you take a look at them and be like oh I helped you with your homework one time yeah. and that's why you got an A in that and exactly. you know I y- y- like it's okay to say I have influence in people's lives and this is it, I made a net positive here um, yeah you had an impact on people um, alright uh, right. you wanna go to your next classic uh Classic. Okay, yeah. right. So my
1: classic. Let's see. Let us enter the Joe Pesci
0: with my good friends Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm assuming you guys have seen Home Alone. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay.
1: I'm assuming everyone listening to this.
0: Are you talking Home Alone, Alone or Home Alone? We're two? talking Home Alone. Original recipe. Original recipe.
1: Okay. Original recipe. I Alone. leave Home Alone two to you as like, <laughs> as friends. <laughs> I know that that is your thing. Amen. Uh, yeah, Home Alone, uh, Macaulay Culkin. Maybe, maybe you've heard of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, young boy in a big-ass family living in old Chicago. Christmas time. Whole family's going on a trip. And uh, so he's already got a bag of siblings. Yeah. Enter his uncles and aunties with their bag of kids. Yep. So it's a full-ass house. And this little kid hates every single one of them.
0: One of them is uh, Kieran Culkin. Who yes, has gone on brother, to yeah. be the foul-mouthed? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, succession. What's, what's his name on Succession? Um, yeah, and so got a thing. Yeah, he, and, yeah. And, and uh Scott Pilgrim. There we go. Yeah. There we go. There we go. But at this time, he was just the the creepy. W- Wallace, my favorite dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was just the, the the creepy cousin that made right. a big ass smile well, when it was yeah, referencing yeah. he went to bed. Yeah,
1: yeah. He he he's the threat. Yes, <laughs> in, in the film. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he has. You know, a, a, a sweet but kind of overburdened mom, and that's a real shitty cavalcade of brothers, sisters, and cousins.
0: Right. So, like, he's kind of like Buzz, man. Bu- buzz, buzz, damn, buzz, Buzz is man, like man, almost buzz. pushing Buzz that kill, that Buzz kill, buzz kill <laughs> man. I like it. He's almost pushing that uh, uh, Stephen King level of bully. Yeah. Like, he, yeah. He, he yeah. almost. He, he would
1: really stab somebody in
0: dairy. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> if they've given a chance. Yeah, uh, yeah so he kind of like, you know, hates he him. he's kind of fed up with them. Ah, that don't even. Anyway, so they're going on this big old trip, the whole lot of them. So yeah. they're all in the house the night before,
0: and I think they're going to Paris or something. Uh, yeah, Paris. Yeah. Uh, so oh no, that's the second one. Whatever. No, I think they're yeah they're going to Paris in the second one. I don't remember where they're going in the first one. Right. But they're going somewhere. They're going off. Yeah. Kevin does not care yeah, to go. Yeah.
1: Good old Kevin McAllister. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't want to go. He's like he's fed up with his whole family. He's mm-hmm. like five years old. And he's like I'm through with you motherfuckers.
0: What was it? Was it in the first one where like they they ordered pizza and. He wanted cheese pizza but they right. made sure they didn't order or somebody ate all the cheese, cheese pizza. Yeah. Kevin threw a big old tantrum because right. he's like what, 10? He's fed up, my guy. That's he's how you up. would act. Yeah. Like you asked specifically pe- he's for a cheese pizza, little
1: <laughs> hormonal child. Yeah. Uh anyway, so uh, wouldn't you know it, uh he has to sleep in the attic mm-hmm. because his cousins have overtaken his room. Yep. And so the whole family gathers up early. My man presumably like gets drunk and falls asleep.
0: What but is with these parents where uh-huh. they like forget I mean, I, the I, child? I know that it's a, I'm digging into the sequel a bit, but like you have a flight, set your alarm. I know that things happen. You're I shouldn't so blame so j- them. Jump
1: into the sequel. I'm sorry. As a mother, as a parent, <laughs> with that many if people, I lost knows. my child once on a trip <laughs> under no circumstances in life. Yeah am I ever getting another plane without looking directly in his face Yeah, as he enters the plane? But, you know,
0: sequel got to make. Sequel got to make, yeah.
1: Anyway, so, right, so Kevin oversleeps. The whole family, 20 out of them, <laughs> pack up in a car, mm-hmm. and because Kevin's so little, they just assume he's in the back stuff somewhere in this car, and then off they go. They get to the airports, doing the head count, they're
0: like, uh, I guess that's good. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. They do a double count of right. one of them, and it's like, all right, this is fine, and then right. they, they're in a rush. Yeah, and so off they go. Planes taken they, off. Right.
1: Plane's taken off, middle flight. Mom gets that very latent <laughs> maternal <laughs> Inst- <laughs> maternal instinct. I like, "Huh." Yeah, it was still asleep. Miss- yeah, I think we're missing missing the kid here. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so off they go. So Kevin wakes up uh, home alone. Finish your drink.
0: Um, so <laughs> 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 he he he. I think, was it, it was that he had wished that his family was, yeah, he disappear. said to his mom, I wish my family would, wasn't, dis- disappear. Yeah, would disappear, right? And then he wakes up and he's just like, he made his family disappear. He thinks that he did yeah, this he and they're gone. His good. Yeah, he thinks it's a magical wish. Yeah. Christmas. he's Has been granted. finally I
1: can pay bills. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, so he enjoys basically a Christmas to himself mm-hmm. and he has this great time, he orders his food, he, you know, goes out grocery shopping. Yeah. He gets. He dances. or plays whatever TV he wants. He's having a great old time. What two, three? Right. They're they're going upstate because yes. she, can, she can drive. She can drive, The mom is, can drive back. Okay. So, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. 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 So 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 after like,
0: which means that she left him behind a second time for the international flight. Yes. Jesus wept, yes. man. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. are yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. yeah, been <laughs> in, in Paris. Uh, um, <laughs> M- McAllister's in Paris. The, the <laughs> forgotten Jay Z Kanye collapse. <laughs> um. Yeah, so, and then after, like, presumably the timeline of, like, two, three days, yeah, he's, like, over it. Mm-hmm. Like, his, his wish has been granted. He's and, running up and down the house, yeah, and, throwing his own parties. Right, yeah. and in that classic Christmas mood, he realizes, like, oh, I do miss my family. Yeah. I do miss, like, they get him on nerves sometimes. Yeah. Maybe I just need a break from him sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if he was that age where he could just go on the porch and smoke a cigarette and <laughs> come back, maybe... Maybe he'd be perfectly fine with this. So, so
0: if the angel had visited... The angel from It's a Wonderful Life has visited Kevin McAllister. Yeah, right. He would spend the first week or so having a grand old party. No, she'd like give him a Matterhorn and just be like, yo, dog, no, go <laughs> And chill out. <laughs> but it's, I'm just saying, it's kind of the same thing where it's like, okay, you, you, you think life is so stressful... Yeah. But then this holiday movie is showing you that hey these people that cause you stress yeah. they're actually the people you want to be around they're the around most. The same, yeah. Yeah, when it, when it's cold you, and it's you, yeah, you, you can both hate
1: and love. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody at the same time.
0: Now, Home Alone 1, that's the one with the um the homeless man yes. that that he convinces to talk yeah, to his big son. Old,
1: big old sh- man, yeah. big shuffle man I call him.
0: Yeah. Um oh, I haven't even left off the
1: uh B plot of this mm-hmm. movie, which is my good friends the Wet Bandits. They are the
0: sticky bandits sticky, in the first Sticky one? bandits. Now the yeah. white bandits, because they the flo- they flood
1: the place, they flood the place. Okay, okay, yeah. They flood the place, yeah. So, um, right, so the, these two old burglars are hitting up this neighborhood yeah. because they're they're like in this nice Chicago suburb. They know that all the families like dip out for the Christmas. Yep. And so they're like, "Oh, there's all these rich houses on this block, ripe for the picking. Let's just break into them one by one." So that's what they're doing. So now they get the link and they find out that like the McAllisters, the McAllisters are flying out. Big-ass house, mm-hmm. empty as shit. Let's go rob it. Yep. So now, the expression, somebody home alone them, you know, <laughs> comes from this movie. It, it is born. Right. Yeah. So, Kevin, you know, in his, in his fucking around and finding out around the neighborhood, mm-hmm. notices that, like, oh, there's two thieves going around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, he knows that they're, they're like, snooping around his house. They're, checking, they're scoping the place out.
0: Yeah.
1: And he's like, yo, you know what? Nothing on my blood clot,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. And Kevin in... Get the strap. Kevin
1: magically is just, let's say it, an engineering genius, you know, the well, likes he, of Tony Stark. He, <laughs> he <laughs> it slowly creates a murder house. But he's,
0: he's a sociopath. He's a complete sociopath. Yeah, yeah.
2: But It's he has a manifestation w- of what he wishes he could do with his yes. siblings and cousins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. ah, ah, That's a perfect, right? Read. That's a it's perfect read. It's self-defense.
0: It's premeditated, but it's right. self-defense. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, but you before know, that,
0: I like how he sets up the house to like the the to pretend like there's people there. Yeah, and he sets up the sil- Yeah, the the the, 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 the standing post, and it's on the train track, and it's going on. Right, he finds that
1: that 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 fake but well done all-time movie. Right. <laughs> oh, is it angels of whatever? Yeah, yeah, feel for the animal. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, Um
1: But I mean, done.
0: so I'm just saying, he doesn't go straight for the no, murder no, he, option. He he, he 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 goes for the deterrent right. to get him away from the house. Yeah. But then when they're when they get in on the ruse, that's when he's just like, all right, kill time. Well, you pushed me too wrong, guys. <laughs> there's no time for murder. So, um, you haven't seen Violent Night, but there there is a character in the movie that. Um she's a young girl and she's just seen home alone for the first time. Cool. So when in the Violent Night when her house is invaded by these gang members, um these these armed robbers, right? Um she's just like, Oh, I'm gonna home alone them. Right. But because violent night is R-rated, those motherfuckers actually die. She's gonna, she's gonna join with them, <laughs> essentially, yeah. But, but like she's, she's setting up the Home Alone esque uh, uh, pranks where like right. there's bowling balls coming down the stairs right. to hit them in the face. Right. But it breaks a man's nose, nose. and course, he's yeah. completely obliterated. Um, co- uh, what's that
1: channel? Collider. The the, the, the um CGI artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a great video. Where they're like, okay, R-rated Home Alone? R-rated Home Alone. <laughs> they're like, okay, each trap mm-hmm. should actually technically kill them. Yeah. And we're going to show what would
0: actually happen. All right. If, yeah. So you mentioned it earlier and I guess I, I'll say it because I don't think she'll mind. But me and my uh, wife, before we were married, we we decided to do this drinking game with Home Alone 2. Where we... Every time they die? You take e- drink? Every time we thought that they were going to die yeah. uh, or that they should have died based on the damage that Kevin inflicted on them, we would yeah. take a drink. Now, um, I decided... I'm gonna go with beer because I've seen Home Alone. Okay. I know what happens in this movie. They die a lot, or they should die a they lot. They should be dead. She came from a very repressive household, cool. so she cool. grabbed the vodka. Cool. Um My girl was Good gone. Luck. Good luck. My girl was gone Good within luck. the first three minutes Good luck. of that final act. So if you're gonna be playing I I think it's a very fun drinking game. It's a, game. Great, drinking it's a game. great drinking game. If you want to get absolutely obliterated, use the hard liquor.
1: Don't start until the second act of the movie. No,
0: yeah, no, no! Start like when they are. I mean, it's, it's hard. Have
1: some nice sips, get relaxed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then bring out the the expensive bottle. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's,
0: it's hard with the second movie because in the second movie, like they set their their head on fire, which I think Joe Pesci said recently that he actually got burns yeah. from that. Like yeah, Joe uh, Pesci
1: doing his own stunts. Good
0: uh, um, Marv. I don't remember the actor's name, but Marvin uh, Harold. Movie, or something, yeah. yeah, yeah. He he gets a brick. Thrown at his face right. from from the, the the um the roof of the, the the apartment in the second movie, um but in the first movie like it is it, it's just as as bad you know and, like he's a he's a murderer.
1: When Marv
0: steps on the nail, going up the stairs, they do that in Violent Night, but it's yeah. it is bloody Actu- yeah. and and disgusting.
1: Like so after like bricks falling and like. Slipping on ice yeah. and burning your hand on the doorknob and all yeah, that. Yeah. Oh God. Just the simplicity of a nail in the foot
0: mm-hmm. is always the one that like ugh, yeah, really sometimes gets it's me. The classics. Um yeah, classics. it but it's like it's 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 like Looney Tunes level yeah. of of slapstick. Yeah. But with it is a road runner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Just> but <laughs> with with a little bit more of an edge because you are seeing real people. Um they're not, you know, suffering the amount of pain they should be suffering, but they are still like Actual bones, you feel like oh that's gonna yeah. break your bone. You, like you Some feel great it. sound effects yeah, yeah, yeah. happening
1: when, the, when they get hit.
0: Yeah, uh, Marv getting electrocuted
1: um, and becoming an actual skeleton. Yes, that's
0: one of the best images yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a film. Now that's Christopher Columbus, right? Yeah, yeah. So he and he went on to do to Harry, Potter. Harry Potter one and two. Yeah. Um, so and and those both those movies had a very heavy emphasis on Christmas. Um, yeah, Home Alone. I'm I'm never mad when I'm watching it. It it, it, it always puts a smile on my face. Um, hmm. don't Know what to do now. We have Go ahead.
1: we have two other we have two other categories.
2: Who did you find more emotionally evocative, the old man from *Hollow One* or, or the, pigeon-lady the, the pigeon-lady from lady from 2? Huh.
0: Oh, I had the old man. Old man. old man yeah yeah the 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 him him in like,
1: that church him and Kevin in that church also you know, because the, they, they start
0: out with him being the boogeyman right and then right, the right, humanity right, right, that right. he gets when he's in the church yeah. um that's a good question um he's just so satisfied that I told him that was a good question um yeah. no but like just just Kevin
2: also, that dude hits a man with a shovel right <laughs> <That's great. laughs> no, yeah. but, but, but but okay well if we're talking about whose infliction of violence was best no no it's no 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 she, she, he's she more he's more satisfying
1: and like, as a Eric, though, mm-hmm. I want to say. Yeah, Pigeonlight is great. I I love her murder by pigeon. I, yeah. I, I, that's I, yeah, that's great. Yeah, truly. Yeah, yeah.
0: But I, I feel like I just got more from the old one. It's also like that is the culmination of the whole message of the movie. That is Kevin being able to say to somebody else, "It's family what's important." Call right. your son. That's you right. know, um, I would love to have heard the phone conversation because I don't know if like how bad did this guy fuck up in his family. Like suppose he he did some really terrible shit. And the son is just like, why are you calling me? I have a restraining... Like, you you, you watched Breaking Bad. Yeah. Remember that scene where Walter calls oh, Walt, um, Junior. Uh, Walt Jr. And yeah. he's just like, you're a monster. I don't want to hear what from you again. What the fuck is
1: wrong with you? <laughs> like, he's just like going off. Yeah, We're so like, bro, we
0: you calling. It fuck? could very well be that that was the relationship yeah. with the son and the, the dad in, in um, the old man in Home Alone. But right. I choose to believe Well, here's the
1: thing about perfect movies. <laughs> no know it scenes to call <laughs>
0: Yeah, but uh, definitely like Kevin saying, give him a call. You know that 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 touched me. So I think um, the old man has it just by a hair, though, because I do love the when he gives her the two turtle doves, and that's that's really sweet. Um, all right, my next category, my next uh, in this category, another movie that I watch once a year, um, and that is a Christmas Carol version, one of the versions of the Christmas Carol. They've had so many versions. There's a of it. thousand versions. There's a thousand that. versions of it. Just go around the room if you could. Just tell me what, if you have a favorite version of A Christmas Carol, if there is one in your mind. Omari, what's your favorite Christmas
5: Carol? Yeah, so here's the thing. Mm. I saw it as a kid a few times, but I don't remember, like, the name of that version. I just know it was um, a version of um, the Christmas Carol. It was animated. Mm -hmm. And the way the animation style was done, it was, like, very sketchy.
3: Okay. And
5: it had, like, a, a yellow overlay. It looked very old and very creepy.
0: Hmm.
5: Yeah, and I tend to like the creepier Christmas stories. Mm-hmm. So that one really stuck with me.
0: Okay, okay. All right. So before I go into mine, tell me about that. What do you mean the creepier Christmas stories?
5: The one that have, you know, the horror elements to them, you know. Okay, okay. Yeah, I got you covered for yeah. the, the modern hits because
0: I got one of those that um, it, it, it delves into that that creepy kind of
5: gothic realm of Christmas. So the, yeah. Are you a Nightmare Before Christmas fan? I would be, but I've never really sit down and watch the movie. Before. Really? I've okay. only seen clips of it. Yeah. Yeah, but it looks like something I'd watch, but I, I don't know. Do you, you like day. musicals? That looks like it.
0: What did you? How did you find that? Christmas
1: Carol 1971. You are Google animated versions
0: of Christmas Carol. It's put a yellow one, <laughs> yeah. and you show him. That's how did it. 1971, huh? Yeah.
5: yeah. Okay. If I remember correctly, there were two scenes. Oh, a scene. okay.
0: Yeah, man. I have seen I've, yeah, yeah, yeah. This one used to be on, on TV for a bit. Yeah. Was
5: there was a scene where his friend visited him to tell him that you know the three ghosts were coming. Okay,
0: and that it was it it had that creepy undertone. Yeah, to he it. had like the chains on
5: him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I remember it now. Yeah, and yeah. there was the ending where you know the ghost of Christmas future visited him, and he wasn't even speaking, he was just showing him. I mean, yeah, because a Christmas Carol is dark, man. Yeah, like it, yeah. it
0: really it and it it takes a turn. Yeah, this is this is the the classic version of the Christmas Carol as um depicted in the um the the Charles Dickens uh original novel yeah. um because this is how the i'm going to just look it up yeah it's almost exactly the same design yeah this yeah. big guy with big the beard dude. and everything so it it this is one of those very faithful adaptations of the Charles Dickens novel cuz Christmas present is supposed to be he's surrounded by all this feasting food and it's supposed to be about christmas in the now and everything um i didn't see this one i heard it was good um but it was you know it was two thousand nine, and I I was kind of tired of stop motion looking creepy. Mm. You know, them them Polar Express dead eyes. Yeah. Um. That's that, and that's kind of what this one looked like. It was gonna be, but it. I think there's a reason why they keep remaking this movie. It is, legitimately, the story of Christmas. Yeah. Um. The the. It, it is
1: learning not to be a Scrooge.
0: Yeah. <laughs> learning to to give a little more, be a little bit happier. Um. G- give the mic over here, Omar.
2: He's learning how to manifest the necessary fear to compel people not to be <laughs> Scrooge. Scrooge. People forget that about the Christmas story. He yes. did not become that way necessarily just of his own volition. Right, there right. was a process that necessitated some, you yeah. know, one of them like putting the fear of God into so the So there's
0: actually, because the, there's a point um, after he's shown the ghost of Christmas, after the Christmas present shows him everything, there's a point where Scrooge is just like, well, fuck these people. But then he's shown that he's going to die and burn. He's just like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, guilt. Dial oh, back a guilt, bit. all of a sudden. Yeah, <laughs> Legacy. I am so ashamed. Yeah, no, you're right. There is. I mean, sometimes you do need to be shown the the fiery depths of hell to change your ways. Uh-huh. Um, but who among us would be uh, would not need such a thing? Um, all right. So, but the version I'd like to talk about is a film called Scrooged, which is the 1988 Bill Murray. Bill Murray classic. Bill Murray classic. Uh, Bam, you watched it recently, which yeah, I, was, I, was, it, yeah. I very much appreciated that because I told you how much hey man, it, it meant when to you me. Like,
1: this is a good movie. I watch it. It is I a good listen, movie. Yeah, because I'm a good friend in the good podcast
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying to think if there's something you've told me to us that I haven't watched. But I don't yeah, think guilt yeah. Yeah.
1: Talking about guilt, right?
0: Yeah. Um, but this is a. It's it's Bill Murray uh, doing his Bill Murray thing. He's he's very, you know, very funny. Being a it. bastard. He's being a bastard. He is the youngest television executive. Or youngest president of a television studio, although they say that, but he doesn't look all that young. So you just kind of take the script's word for it. Um, But yeah, he's um, he's he's a bastard. He's He's supposed to be like early thirties in the film. Yeah, but he doesn't look like that. He looks late forties. Yeah, Um, I
1: suppose that's what people looked like in
0: the (laughs) in the in the (laughs) eighties. He he drinks a lot in the
1: movie, so he drinks a lot in real life, life. You get you
0: get an idea that okay, he he is not the healthiest man in the world. Um, but yeah, so the this, this, what happens in it is he is putting on a live version of a Christmas carol on Christmas Eve and, um, people are like, how could you do that? You yeah. know, uh, people have families to go and see like this and pe- people who are going to be working on this thing can't go see their families. Right. You know, this is a, this is in an era where people weren't glued to their screens as right. much as they are now. Um, so well, th- his reasoning is that he's like, it's
1: Christmas night. Yeah it's too cold to go outside. Right. Everyone is going to be inside. I'm going to blast the most expensive TV show so they all watch it.
0: Yeah. Uh and and so from a business standpoint, he's making a lot of sense. The presidents of the the, the, the higher ups of him yeah, his are bosses, happy. Yeah. Right, are happy with it. Uh there's also a scene where that boss is suggesting that they develop programming for cats because yeah. there's a study that <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, cats yeah. and dogs yeah. are starting to watch television. And yeah, uh, they're like
1: we should we should start programming things that cats like. Yeah, so we'll have more cat viewers.
0: Mm-hmm. And they want to be ahead of the curve there. And he's suggesting um, putting a dare mouse in in Scrooge. Right. Uh, in, in the, the Christmas yarn, carol. in the background. Yeah. Anything that yeah. can just get cats to just flick on that. Yeah. That he's an absolute moron. Yeah. Um. There's also uh, another. But he's a white man, so he failed. That <laughs> Good for him. Um. And then you know he he is um he's Going through the the motions of being this tip top executive, he is firing people left and right. He there's a, a guy there's a, a promotion that they're putting out for this special, and it is fear mongering. So kind of similar to what you were saying, Jermaine, about pushing people towards the thing that he wants them to look at with yeah. fear. So he's talking about terrorist attacks. He's talking about uh, diseases. you make a diseases. whole promo,
1: or like the world is so dangerous right now. Yeah, you could get shot. You could get kidnapped. There could be a terrorist attack. You just stay inside
0: and watch Scrooge. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly like that. And uh, (laughs) uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bobcat Goldthwait with his his very high-pitched and... uh, Empathetic voice. He's just like, you can't do that. It's
1: Christmas, yeah.
0: and there he he's he is standing up for himself and standing up for all of you all at home. You know, I was gonna critique a bobcat goldfate impression, and I realized like no one can do a good bobcat goldfate impression. I shouldn't other have Bob done bobcat it, but I re- I realized that it's fine. Hey, for our he's listeners, one of a kind. Google the words, or go on YouTube, type in the words
1: bobcat Thwaite mm-hmm. and just take a quick listen to
0: that voice <laughs> if you're unfamiliar legitimately one of a kind voice but yeah so he he says you know you can't show this you know this is going to scare people and right. he's just like you know what you're right and before he's out the door the man is fired. Yeah. Um and my favorite thing in that in the movie is he goes through his own little subplot journey right. where he's like okay he has to tell his wife that he's lost the job. Yeah. Um the wife has taken the the child away from their home. Mm-hmm. He's become a drunk in the span of <laughs> 24 cuz this whole movie takes place in 24 hours. Yeah, it's, it's Christmas, um, Christmas. Yeah, and then uh he is in his uh, uh penthouse uh office and he gets visited by his old business partner, who in this story is the, um, the, the Jacob Marley of the Christmas Carol story, yeah. and he um, gets told he's going to be visited by three ghosts, and uh, he, he does, and it's, the first one is a, a New York cabbie constantly having a cigar, cigar. Yep, yep. falling out of his mouth. Yep. Uh, the, a, re, a real centipede from James Bennett Pete peach type. <laughs> <laughs> That's good callback. Um uh, the the second one the Ghost of Christmas Present is uh, a literal fairy, fairy princess yeah. uh, with the bubbles and the wings who who constantly is causing him physical abuse. Yeah. She is slapping him in the face. Uh hitting him with a toaster and uh then the third one the Ghost of Christmas Future is uh the literal grim reaper. Um yeah, Ghost of uh, Christmas Future is always just the
1: scariest thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that all adaptations are like no no he should Shit himself upon seeing right,
0: yeah, and 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 it's funny where like the Ghost of Christmas Future opens up, he, he opens up his um his his you know Grim Reaper cloak, and he thinks it's an effect from the Christmas right. Carol show that they're putting right. on. Um, Karen Allen is also in it as yeah. his his love interest, and uh, what I like about this is that it's it's I don't I don't remember seeing uh, Ebenezer Scrooge have a brother. In the other versions, mm-hmm. but he has a very touching relationship with his brother in this one. Yeah, yeah. you know, there's a, a scene where like he is witnessing the the a, a Christmas party going on without him, and you know he is seeing how much his brother loves him, and and they show the past of how he grew up in a really rough household where his father literally brings him a slab of meat, meat for, for Christmas. Christmas yeah, and he's a four year old kid. And he's just getting veal. Right. <laughs> uh, there's a funny line where he's just like, four pounds <laughs> of veal. <laughs> yeah. There's a line where he's just like, uh, he's talking to his, his girlfriend and he's, um, he, 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 she says to him, you know, you should wait until Christmas Day to open presents. He's just like, well, we couldn't because, you know, if we waited until then, the it would, would spoil. it'd spoil. Yeah, so. I want to say it real quickly, this is a fascinatingly stacked, Cast. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: Because, well, first of all, it's, re- it's directed by Richard Donner. Mm-hmm. He of Superman fame. Richard Cri- Donner is one of the most versatile Reeves. directors there is. Incri- lethal weapon. Yeah. Okay. So he of. Oh, this is all the Christmas movie. Um, yeah. So, oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah so Karen Allen, um, the, the best girl from Indiana Jones mm-hmm. ever, crushing it over there. Um, Bobcat Goldthwaite, incredible comedian, went yep. on to do great things. Yep. Uh, Carol Kane playing the ghost of Christmas, Christmas Present. Present. Yep, they go to a set and she makes a crack about the Adams family, mm-hmm. and two years later she's cast as Granny in the Adams family. Yep, incredible stuff. Foretold.
3: Yeah,
1: um, and then uh, motherfucking Alfred Woodard. Coming, yeah, through, yeah, yeah, yeah. coming through, coming through yeah, as yeah. just
0: like bewildered assistant. But and and sh- but she's and like, she gets her own her own
1: arc in that with her. She does, family, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, because she is the she her her son is the tiny team of the story, yeah. and his ho- his whole story is really touching as well because it's like. His his he saw his dad get shot mm-hmm. and since then he can't speak mm-hmm. and then he gets that classic line where he's just like, God bless us everyone right. because he watched it in a Christmas carol. So they do a really good job of, of grounding those characters from the original story right. um, and they also get very wacky so it's kind of silly. You can kind of get into the whimsy of it. Um, in a, uh, at his brother's
1: Christmas party, yeah. one of his friends is Anna Gunn, Skyler from Breaking right, right, Bad. Right, right, right. Yes. Yeah. Like with a, a one scene. Of, a lot of, of people in this film, yeah. Um, John Glover, uh, he's the guy who's gonna his, his boss calls in somebody to be his oh, partner. Oh, okay. John Glover. Oh yeah, yeah
0: from uh, um, Smallville. Yeah,
1: and he's uh Lex Luthor's dad. Gremlin Gremlins Grem, two. Yeah, Gremlin yeah, two. As um uh, and um one of the best performances ever um the mad scientist in Batman and Robin who creates Poison Ivy. Yep. What what, what crazy, crazy? What did you say character? his name was? John Glover. John Glover. I th-
0: yeah, Jermaine, I think Lan- you know oh. him. Lan- oh. Lan- yeah, yeah, yeah. You know him. He's also in the Good Wife with the main. He's yeah, one yeah. of those. It's lo- it's lo- a- yeah, he's very good. Yeah. Um Great the character. So, well. so he's the guy that comes in to take away Bill Murray's job, and and yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just excellent. Uh, I I always love seeing him in movies. Anyway, um, if you're if you have seen Christmas Carol a thousand times and you're looking for a new version to watch this year, this movie uh, came out in 1988, and it still is. Uh, it still holds up, and there is a line that. Every time I watch it now, it is that much more present. Um, He shows up after being visited by the ghost of Christmas present in a sewer. Mm -hmm. And it's this dirty old sewer. He's looking up and he's just seeing people walking in the street. And, you know, there's dirt and there's grime and everything. And he looks around and he's just like, what is this, Trump Tower? Like, brilliant. I don't know how they did it, but they did it. No notes? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that is Scrooged, and that is my uh, that is the last of my Christmas classics. Uh, guys, what are some Christmas classics you like to watch? What are some of those old favorites that you like to revisit? Take your time. I can edit we out. We love a There, I can
4: edit it out. Yeah. Um, The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. Yeah. Okay. The, um, Car- Jim Carrey. Camp. Yeah. Peak Jim Carrey. Slapstick humor. Yeah. Can't go wrong with that.
0: He uh, he really did give it all in that. Yeah. yeah. I, I frequently go back to um his his going through his schedule. Mm-hmm. And he's just like dinner with myself. I can't cancel that again. Like I, do, <laughs> I love shit like that. I would say like some yeah. movies are
1: minimalist. How the Grinch Stole Christmas is maximalist, bro. Mm-hmm. It is the most movie.
0: <laughs> well, because they took a story that takes half an hour to tell. Yeah, they yeah. had a half an hour animated version, and they stretched it out to ninety minutes. Yep. And they gave the Grinch this big backstory where he was tormented. Yeah, he he took up a razor to impress a girl. Mm. And, and no, listen, I I <laughs> I love all that. Yeah, yeah. I just think like. That movie should
1: be watched in installments. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: like the whole scene where he is—he's um, brought into the 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 Whoville festival yeah. and they're stuffing food into his mouth. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. kind of how the movie feels
1: to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jesus, this is a lot.
0: Yeah. Um. Okay. Why do you like watching it every year? Um, if you if you do watch it every year, I, I don't, don't watch it every, do, year. But what, it's every yeah, year. It's a favorite of yours.
4: Yeah, it's favorite of mine. Yeah. Ah, uh, Jim Carrey. His performance is yeah. what does it. I couldn't Russian, see Russian. anyone else Russian. doing that movie. Yeah. It would just flop. Yeah. Terribly. I, d-
0: yeah. I think, as you were saying, Bam, there is a lot in that movie that they have put onto this very simple story. Mm-hmm. And I think his performance is kind of what earns it that. Yeah. If you, had, if you had, like... Like they did the the Benedict Cumberbatch... Um, Never seen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No interest in it. Because <laughs> it's <laughs> just... I don't want to Bro, see... Bro, you're Jim Carrey or not. Exactly. You need someone who's going to go there yeah. and and really and because you have people who walk the streets doing impressions of Jim Carrey's Grinch. Yeah, yeah. you know I saw like five of them when I was yeah. walking through um, Times Square. It was also, just... I'd, I'd
1: like to point out. I think if I had to make a list of horniest performances I ever put to film, <laughs> Martha Mayhew in that movie
0: is that um, Crush, Christine,
1: uh, Christine Bransky. Yeah. Another pull, pull, another good pull, wife I love Martha Martha Mayhew. Yeah, I'm gonna do. It. I'm gonna so, do it. Yeah, just, 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 just some incredible
0: line readings of woman just desperately she, horny. She it has Grinch. some of the breathiest lines oh. I have ever heard. Yeah, yeah, they really told her up in this movie, man. Yeah. She's probably the only person that they didn't have to do nose makeup because she right, has a Harry natural a nose. About of a <laughs> the who, the who, <laughs> about who? Yeah. Um, is the, the makeup in this movie. Everybody is
1: in the most
0: makeup. Yes, it, it. Let me see. Uh, what's her name from the? What's the little girl's name? Oh, Cindy Lou Who. Cindy Lou Yeah, didn't she have like a tragic life story after that movie? Uh,
1: She kind of became, uh, not punk rock, but
0: like, I don't know what to call it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, Is it... She, she, she does like gotha shit music, you know? Okay, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not exactly what you would have expected from Cindy Lou Who.
1: Yeah, she made a real crazy ass turn. She makes like very,
0: um you would hear this in a cafe. music. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but I I I like her like trying to convince the Grinch to you know be a better person and and yeah. you know I like the stuff with Max the dog and everything. Yep, yep, yep. Um I like the 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 practical effects on the sleigh where the Grinch yeah, is, yeah, is yeah. like applying all these you know the, the the saw blades and everything on it. It's very rustic. You know, it feels kind of tactile like you don't really see in in movies these days. Mm-hmm. Um they really built this this town. whole town yeah. You know, um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, a nice, it's a nice movie. Uh, any other classics? Anybody else? Anybody got, got any classics that they like? Uh, what is it called? I think it's The Santa Claus. The
1: Santa Claus? Yeah. It's oh, Tim Allen. His. Yeah, Jesus yeah good, good, good oh, yeah. movie. No, it's not. It's not? It's not. I haven't seen it since I was five. five. Don't it tell me that my opinion at five. It is terrible. Really? Really?
0: <laughs> really? I mean, maybe. Let the man say why he likes the movie before you get all of the Let the man cook. If it were his let, podcast, let sure. the man cook. It <laughs> makes no goddamn sense. Let the man cook. And, I, and and the reason I say that is because, all mm-hmm. uh, right, have you seen the Santa Claus 2? All right, so I know they
3: get progressively worse.
1: I've okay. Seen the second
0: one. All right, you know what? <laughs> Talk about the first one. All have right, your so, joy.
1: So I haven't seen it in a while. So it could very well just not hold up, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just nostalgia goggles. Yeah. You know? But I just remember it being a good story. And in general, I like. You like seeing Santa being murdered in the first two minutes, and this man being stricken with the curse of being Santa. That, and I like when there's a lore behind, I guess Santa.
0: At That's the, the part that is bad shit because when they get into the so you lore, think current Santa lore, is perfectly no, no, eartight. no. What I'm saying is <laughs> the lore of this of this franchise gets progressively worse. Like, right. okay, so he he. It's it's a real Jurassic Park. Situation. He somewhat he he kind of murders Santa, right. which means he is bound <laughs> to be Santa for the rest yeah, of his cr- days. That means that guy murdered Santa as right. well at some point. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Santa's lost. Yeah,
0: let's list a Santa murdering. Right there, there's there's yeah. an endless stream of Santa. Because w- one could say
1: he slayed him. Because
0: <laughs> yeah, because Santa, when you put like the the character is essentially immortal, right? There's a whole thing in the second movie where. Uh, he has to get married, otherwise he will not right. have the Christmas magic anymore. Right. And then the the idea is, oh well, that means there'll be no Santa forever, right? Unless he, of course, he, just he, he, get, he gets murdered, killed him, out. <laughs> and then he get, like that other person. Hopefully, they have a wife. Um, but the 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 Mrs. Claus, as right. it were, right. he has to take a wife. So right. first of all, heteronormative. So she's, li- she's,
1: she's literally a clause in the contract. Pretty
0: much, yeah. <laughs> But no, the, I mean the first movie is the Santa Claus, and right. the clause being if you kill Santa, you gotta be the new Santa. Rules yeah. is rules, baby. Right. So in the second movie, he has to find a wife, which brings up so many questions. When the first Santa died, did the second did, did that Mrs. Claus die as well?
1: The curse is broken. It's like, a real or, patriarchal. Or was society. she
0: was yeah. she just free to do what she wanted yeah. to do? Did the elves send her home? Right. Um, she magically she became like thin again, maybe. And... I can't hear you because there's no mic. She finds
2: out when he dies that she's single because she's just in yeah, the kitchen or free. well wherever helping out. in yeah, the yeah. Santa compound. single and ready
0: to mingle with another Kris Kringle. <laughs> <laughs> well done, well done. Thank you. Um, but yeah, it, it, I guess it. I, I, the first one keeps it simple enough. You know, he has to become Santa, and it's more like slapstick. He's, you know, gaining the Santa mm-hmm, belly, the mm-hmm. Santa beard. He has mm-hmm. his craving for Christmas Cheese, cookies. Yeah. Um, he he's in his big. He's got this classic Christmas scene where he's in the big meeting and his boss is just like, you walk out of here and you're done in this town. And he's just like, fuck you, man. I'm going to go home with my kid and celebrate Christmas, just like in Elf or several other Christmas movies. Um, So yeah, it has that very, you know, heartfelt uh, uh, keeping it within the family. Like, I love my kid. I love Christmas. I'm going to spend more time with my kid, you know. It's just that in the second movie, that kid ends up being neglected because the dad is being Santa all the time. So yeah. he's, he's like spray painting the walls of shit of his school. Um, and, and then I, there's...
1: A quick tangent. Mm. I hate when movies do that. That is such a privileged kid like thing. Whenever mm. a movie is just like, oh, I wish dad didn't work so much. I'm just yeah. stuck in this big house. And it's like, you dumb shit. The reason yeah. you're in a big house is because your poor father worked all the time like they work to support so you. Hard. And
0: movies never bring up that aspect of it. No, they don't. They it's don't. fucking stupid. It's just, it, dad didn't play catch with me. All right, well, how do you think you afforded the ball? Well, yeah. The reason you got a backyard in the first place to not play catch Bro. <laughs> is. Worse, like, he's frigging Santa Claus. Cut him all a break. Yeah. Anyway, um,. It's a sweet movie. I don't mean to shit on a movie. It's just logically, if you break it down. But but the thing about... A lot of Christmas and movies... And as you said, the current Santa
1: you. mythology, airtight, right? Okay, <laughs> uh, Move on. Hey, Violet
0: Knight <laughs> had a very airtight mythology. <laughs> but, they, but they did just say Christmas magic sometimes and the script didn't work. Yeah. Um, you know Jermaine, I mean. you got any? Pass me the whiskey while you do. So, I have, I guess... Three, one that's I guess more on
2: theme of. we got another, one at the time. got go category on. to go on, so okay. keep it, keep I'll, I'll, I'll keep it short and sweet. I'll it short and sweet. The movie that I guess I'd want to prioritize because it's the one that most captured my attention. Right, Grandma got run over by that fucking reindeer. I huh. I I, I huh. am I am such a fan oh, of using man. absurdist huh. comedy huh. and narratives and okay. stories to tell very humane or just okay. stories about humanity. And I remember when I was watching I was like, wait, did she did just get hit by a slate? Like, where does this go from here? You do, you and it... at What? You've never seen it? I've
0: never seen it. Wow. It's, um, all right. It's a wait, kind of... Wait, you've never seen it? No. I don't really blame him for that. It's, I, I saw it on television once. I think it was Lifetime. They had like 25 Christmas movies in a row. Um, Grandma. I knew, I, but I mostly knew it from the song. You know the song?
2: Grandma got run over by rain. All right. Well, I, This is the
0: first time I heard. Mm-hmm. Really? Walking
2: home from our house Christmas Eve.
0: You're talking about the animated version?
2: Yeah, yeah, of, yeah. of course, of course. Oh, the animated version. Was yeah, two thousand. This is
1: this is new information.
2: Yeah, film,
0: I guess. it is. Uh, it, it's very crude animation, very low budget. Okay. It's made for television. Okay. Um, but it's I I, I get why Jermaine likes it. It's very um, it's very funny. It's very you know absurdist because as the title suggests it's about grandma and then there's this whole, in the
2: beginning like that's not like that's not like the middle well, or like the end like... it's it starts with the oh, right. um well, no cuz they,
0: they introduce you know grandma as grandma and the connection with the kid in the movie and, the and they do all that backstory and, you know, and, so, and, and then almost immediately she gets run over yeah. but like it's a thing where there's a song and they wanted to make a movie of it and then there is not a lot in the song cuz there is a whole Conspiracy where I think there was, there's like a so, recipe. So, 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 so that's
2: the thing. The song is just Grandma got run over by there," yeah. and we believe in Santa because, you know, be killed, careful he killed um, our grandmother because, right, milk and cookies until he's had too many and then had your grandma's, <laughs> right. Um, in the movie though, it becomes this whole thing where you know, the cousin Mel is like, Oh, well, grandma's gone, let's turn her store corporate, yeah, we don't care anymore, let's sell out, and, let's, and it, it becomes a court case because they find grandma. And then she's with Mr. Santa Claus and she's lost her memory. And so they sue Santa Claus because yep. they're like, oh, you, you hit her grandma. But not everybody wants to sue Santa. It's the cousin who wants them. Mo- it becomes this whole legal drama, corporate <laughs> family magic
0: madness. It's, it's, it really is one of the most absurd things that I've ever seen. I remember watching it as a kid thinking, this is like somebody was on something writing this shit. But it's good. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's a fun watch. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily like say oh, my to my God. dad. You are forgetting the
2: Hawaiian conga song.
0: Oh no, no, no! <laughs> I I remember all of that. But like when I'm saying, I wouldn't say, "Oh hey, family, let's gather and watch Grandma." I would watch like if if I have a bunch of weed, and I, I have a bunch of friends, I'm lighting up and we're watching this. Mm-hmm. I'm not watching it with with my dad. <laughs> um, a- but yeah, it's it it is it is a fun one of a kind movie. Um, Omari. You got
5: one? Yeah. Um. So earlier when Craigery mentioned the Jim Carrey, the Grinch, I said, "Oh, the animated one, because that's the one I remember." That's right. Right, that's right, right, right. The that's first right. one, you know, the half an hour one. And again, you know, as I said, I like it when my Christmas specials have a bit of creepiness or horror to them. Mm-hmm. So you ever seen that meme? where they do with the Grinch? Where he's smiling, his facial? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh. Did that creep yeah, you out, yeah. As yeah, a kid, yeah. Boom, yeah. that creeped the shit out of me, man.
0: And he had those long fingers and, yeah, and yeah, the yellow just, eyes. So he's and going through
5: everybody's houses, just taking them shit. Yeah. And you see they really the did show oh. the
0: the. I mean, why the Grinch was a terrifying figure, figure. to yeah, the rest yeah. of Whoville, yeah. Yeah. where Jim yeah. Carrey he was just a clown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. boisterous. So. <laughs> yeah, you can't beat the classics.
1: I, I, yeah. I, uh, I, 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 I much prefer that one, the animated mm-hmm. one. Yeah, the Jim Carrey one. It's just Oscar Jim Carrey one, the animated one. Thirty
0: minutes, nice and sweet. Yeah, the song <laughs> is better too.
1: Like yeah. the, you're the, mean the you're mean one one on the so screen, yeah, be. classic, oh, all time banger.
0: Yeah. All right, well, I mean, you can't beat the classics, but there have been some modern versions that have tried, and uh, I think we got some good ones to talk about uh, before we close out. Um, so, as you talked about the uh, the the kind of horror skewing Christmas movies, uh, there was one that came out. I think it was twenty fifteen. Uh, and it is strictly a horror movie. It takes mm-hmm. place at Christmas and it deals with the mythology of Santa Claus. It is called Krampus. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Have you seen Krampus?
5: I think I've, yeah, I must have heard of it. Right. Is that Netflix?
0: it on uh, Netflix? I don't know if it's on Netflix, but I mean, it, um, it made waves when it came out. I don't know if it made that much money at the time, but people who uh, were into it were very into it. Um, Krampus is for people who think Christmas is bullshit. I think Christmas is just, you know, confection. It doesn't really mean anything. It's all just empty platitudes. It's all it's it's just become about consumerism and, and, you know, people buying things in stores. And um that that whole thing in Christmas movies where things get tied up neatly in a bow, that does not happen in Krampus. Krampus mm-hmm. is dark and it's it, you've seen Krampus? No. Okay. Well it's it, it is it is dark from the get-go and there's a little bit of hope in there, but it is a dark movie. Um, essentially, it's kind of similar to Home Alone. Little Boy makes a wish, and it turns out wrong for him because the the demon of Krampus uh he emerges and starts torturing his family. Who his family are a bunch of shitheads. They're really like imagine the the family from Home Alone mm-hmm. uh, and they are being tortured by the toys made by the the we were googling this
1: Krampus fella. He looks uh, real mean.
0: No, no, he he is. But um, so in Nightmare Before Before Christmas, when all the Halloween town inhabitants are making those toys and they attack people, right? Imagine that, but cool. with actual cool. realistic graphics and um, a horror aesthetic. No, um, no. As as I understand it,
1: Krampus is actually the Norwegian part of the Norwegian mythology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Norwegians believe this actual terrifying monster will come. And haunt you if you're bad at Christmas. Right. So yeah.
0: instead of just leaving coal in your stocking, which yeah, they're is like the, the we're gonna Hallmark a, we're, version. Right. We're gonna
1: have a murder creature.
0: Yeah. Come to you. With 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 giant horns coming out of his head and claws and, and he's got this army of demon toys that yeah. he can command at will. I, you know,
1: I, I I should watch it because I almost appreciate this more because, like, you know, Christmas is essentially a fairy tale, right? Yeah. We, yeah. We, yeah all, we all agree. Yeah. But the essence of all fairy tales. Yeah are that they were built to scare children. Right. good. Right, right, right. So, like, if you look at all the original, not, not, I'm not talking the Disney-fied versions, mm. if you look into the actual original stories that most Disney fairy tales are based on, yeah. they're always dark as shit. Kids die when they go into the spooky forest. Like, Little Mermaid is not a happy story. No, she, yeah. you know, a lot worse than Ursula happens to her mm-hmm. <laughs> in the actual story. Uh, because if you live in a village in the outskirts, you're like, hey, I'd like my child to not go into the forest. Let me build an entire story about how a witch will come and eat you if mm-hmm. you go into the forest. It was real practical
5: storytelling.
0: And uh, The way the movie starts is very much like it. You you get where it's going because it's a Black Friday sale and you're seeing this drove of people just going through, stomping over each other. And it has the message on its sleeve like, yo, we don't think Christmas is... That fairy tale that you've been sold. This is not that kind of movie. And the little kid has this faith in Christmas. And then he has this grandmother who is like, you know, she's from the, the old country where mm-hmm. she knows about the demon of, of mm-hmm, Krampus. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, it's very, it's, it's scary. It, it, it is, um, it is not. Uh, it kind of looks that way. Yeah. yeah so, I, it, it did creep me out. So, yeah, um, right. you know, if you, if you get scared easily and you don't uh, like those don't, kind of creature don't, effects, don't, do yeah. don't watch it. But, yeah. you know, if you appreciate, like, design and, and right. very, like, practical designs throughout, it feels like. I'm sure there's some visual popping now and then, but it's very seamless. Yeah. Um, the Blood and Gore is very heavy. Uh, so I, I heavily recommend it. I, I, t- I try and watch it every year because it's just, I just appreciate the craftsmanship behind yeah. it. Um, it's just one of those movies that I really like. Um. So, well, if we're doing dark and grim,
1: um, I'll be slightly in that position, and I'll hang out with my bestest friend, Thurman Merman, Bad Santa. Hmm. <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton, yeah. Bad Santa. Just, I truly think, like, for every, like, little shithead kid yeah. who grew up with, like, watching all these Christmas classics going, like... Ah, they're all the same. I want something different. I want something for me. Yeah. Here comes Billy Bob Thornton stomping in one day, with uh, with his with his own elf, with his substance abuse problem, mm-hmm. with
0: um. That's a class That's classic, right classic, there. Classic. Just holding the bottle of whiskey. Yeah. Uh, there's with the, with, the, with the with the the, the beard pulled down because because he he's he, not a shit. Right. So,
1: uh, there's my good friend Thurman Merman mm-hmm. with his with his. Pants pulled up because you got a wedgie. There's the immortal Bernie Mac. Yep. Like forever, rest in peace, my guy. Mm-hmm. John Ritter is in this. John Ritter also yep. passed away from Problem Child. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's 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 a it's a really good
0: Octavia Spencer is in this. Octavia is she? Spencer.
1: She plays the prostitute. Yeah, sex. With oh, in the first, okay, okay, in the first,
0: okay. First part. Got you. Yeah. I mean, gone on to bigger and better things. Yeah,
1: she's uh, had a successful career on. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah, so yeah, everybody
1: seen Bad Santa, right? Everybody, really? Whoa, whoa, <laughs> guys, guys, guys,
0: guys! You gotta watch motherfucking Krampus. You gotta watch Bad Santa. It was it was definitely Christmas homework. It's definitely a um a movie that made waves when it came out because yeah, this is huge. This is I huge mean, moment. it you just didn't make Christmas movies like, like this that, at yeah. the time. This was, I mean, it it it. I don't know if the humor is um. I, would, would, that, uh, when I say hold up, I don't hold mean off. it's not funny, I just mean you would not be able to put that to print These today. jokes. Yeah, yeah, um, oh, yeah, everything out
1: of, um, Billy Bob Thorne's mouth would not work in this movie, right? But I would argue, everything out of Bernie Mac and, um, Tony Cox's mouth, the, the dwarf, his little elf, yeah, uh, that holds up perfectly because, as, ter- like, as terrible as it is, it's all like in character, right? So it works, you know, outside of the space of time, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and and this kind of opened doors for for Christmas movies to have a bit more of a mature, you know, yeah. skewing. Um, I uh, you know also any movie where you get to sit down and see
1: Bernie Mac just make white people uncomfortable. Yeah, why great, would you not want to see that movie? Great movie. Great movie. Yeah. It, he has, he has. It is it, worth it alone for just Bernie Mac crushing it <laughs> every scene in this.
0: Yeah, uh, and I I think it's it's a it's a role that I associate. Like, if I think of Billy Bob Thornton's career, it it, it pops into my mind yeah. as, as one of those that are just like, okay, you it's, did it's that.
1: It's it's uh, head of NASA,
0: mm-hmm. Armageddon, <laughs> and
1: Bad Santa. That's my thoughts on Billy Bob Thornton.
0: Yeah. Um, I, got, uh, I got a few... I'm going to do a few honorable mentions. So, the movie Klaus that came out on mm-hmm, Netflix mm-hmm. a few years ago, uh, not only is it a good Christmas movie that really gets into the mythology of Santa Claus. And it's about this guy that, um, you know, he... he Cusco from um, uh, Emperor's New Groove. Mm-hmm. Essentially that character. Mm-hmm. And instead of, you know, being an emperor, he's the heir to a postal empire. And, and he's nice. sent to this bumfuck place in, you know, the, the snowy nowhere. And he has to develop a postal service in this town of people that hate each other. And uh, then there's this guy who just ends up... He, who, tends to like making toys. And uh, they start what becomes known as the mythology of Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Uh, really good movie. Uh, I watched it again a couple of days ago and uh, came out in 2017. Really strong showing. J.K. Simmons plays Santa mm-hmm. Claus. Um, and the animation in it is very smooth. It kind of feels 2D, kind of like um, mm-hmm. paper animation, but there's... a, a Depth to it that it's uh, there's actually, if you look up the behind the scenes to it, they had to develop the way to animate this mm-hmm. movie when, mm-hmm. when the movie was coming out. Um, another one I like is Arthur Christmas again, Santa ah, Claus.
1: Took my, took my Did I? I All mean, right, you yeah. know what? No, no okay, no, 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 okay. Graphic. All right. Well,
0: uh, Arthur Christmas is. Um, Essentially, you know the 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 Santa family is feuding. Talk about Santa mythology and lore. Yeah. It so that. you've got Hugh Laurie as uh, the the. I don't know if he's the eldest Santa son, but he's yeah. the one that is primed okay. to take over. Yeah. And um, he. He thinks Santa should be efficient, you right. know. You 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 um everything should be automated. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't need a sleigh. It's not 1945. Right. You know, we we have the technology. Out, we can send drones out that there. Shit out there man. Yeah, but then there's Jim one.
1: Uh, Santa. Right, <laughs> he's great.
0: Um, um, what's his name? Uh, Bill, Bill Nye, Nye, Bill Nye, Nye as, as Grandpa the, Santa, <laughs> the retired Santa yep, Claus. Yep, yep. Um, and James, I think it's James McAvoy as Arthur. Yeah, yeah. Right, and um, there's a kid who uh has. You know, didn't get their present, and Hugh Laurie's character is just like, It's just one kid, it's within the margin of error, right? And Arthur's just like, What are you talking right. about?
3: Everything, Every kid right. needs a right. present. Right. So
0: Arthur goes off, and he has, and, and he is the one who truly understands what it means to be Santa Claus. It's all about getting the look on the kid's face, when yeah. they see the present. Um, In
1: an amazing act of range, yeah, uh, Emilda Staunton plays Mrs. Santa. Mm-hmm. If you know who Emilda Staunton is, she's <laughs> Professor Umbridge. Oh really? Harry
0: wow. Talk about range. That is, yeah. Range. Dichotomy of yep. man, dichotomy yep. of woman. Of woman yeah. <laughs> um. Huh? I, think I, could see she
2: would, I could see how she would flip it because Umbridge was very sickly yeah, sweet. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I could see how she could just do like it her pretense the sweet. was
0: being sweet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Um, Because Mrs. Claus does, you know, when the time comes, she does lay down the law in that movie. Mm, Um, But what I love in the movie is just the bickering between the the lot of them. And there's a scene where they sit down to play a board game. And when the family is tense and they're just like, let's play a board game and be Mm -hmm, a family. mm -hmm, And it's like, mm -hmm. that is not what you should do. You guys should take some time apart right now. Uh, sometimes yeah. Sometimes
1: you got to break up the old Monopoly board as therapy. Yep. You
0: know? Yep. And uh, it leads to some tears and some uh some some strife. Um yeah, but really good movie, really good animated film. Um, very well paced, you know. I think if you're going to gather around to watch something with the family, uh watch Krampus. Um and uh yeah, so my what, what my my last honorable mention? Yeah, go ahead. The Holiday. Yeah. Kate Winslet.
1: Yeah. Jack Black. That's a good one. Cameron Diaz. Mhm. Judas, lotus, all the guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's one of those movies where it, it, it doesn't feel like it's Christmas themed, but yeah. it is about like rediscovering yourself mm-hmm. around the holidays mm-hmm. and like realizing that like you know, life's not all
0: that shitty at the same time. Yeah, but sometimes it's, you
1: just need like a break. Sometimes, yeah, to really rebalance. That's your life. one
0: of those that I like because a lot of Christmas movies are about oh, it's Christmas magic right. and, and that, you know, Santa. That and one takes place during Christmas. Yeah,
1: never mentions that
0: it's Christmas. But no, also they're, they're, has all the themes. Of yeah, course. they're on a. Well, they do mention because, like the the first the first part of the movie, they're at a Christmas party, and yeah, then yeah. and then the holiday that they're 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 taking. You know, uh, it's it's Kate Winslet, and Kate Winslet
1: is a British lady. Yeah, uh, this man she love off, mm-hmm. uh, secretly, absolute cheated, <laughs> the absolute worst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like like who's kind of been like stringing her on and on, thinking that she's gonna get the 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 dick. <laughs> um, he like goes secretly marries yeah. like one of her one of her coworkers. Gets
0: engaged at the Christmas party. At the Christmas right? party, has an announced asshole. at the Christmas present after yeah. like three minutes before, kind of hitting on her. Yeah, 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 at the Christmas party, absolutely right. So then, and then later on, calls her while she's on vacation, vacation yeah. to just stoke the flames, flames of, of, right. of this, uh, this real
1: real uh, fuck boy, one could say.
0: Yeah. Um, toxic as hell.
1: Yeah. So she's just like, yo, I'm over this. I need just a complete change. Cut to L.A. Cameron mm. Diaz. She's this. Uh, she produces trailers for high, movies. High strong. Yeah, hell. she's uptight as shit. Mm-hmm. Her man is currently giving her bun, and <laughs> and and she uh, is emotionally stunted. She can't even like cry about it or have feelings. Yeah. And her boyfriend justifies it by like, Yeah, of course I cheated on you. You're like emotionally hollow. You're like, cold as hell. What as did you expect? R- right
0: makes it her problem.
1: Right, so. She, she like, drops him. He disappears in the movie. Great. But then Cameron Diaz is just like, yo, I need to get away from it. Mm -hmm. So she fires up that old 2001 ass internet. And she's just like, places to stay. Yep. Google. And then magically she's in a chat window with Kate Winslet.
0: Who is also like, places to stay, America. And she's on some website where you can exchange homes with somebody. Right. And this is years before Airbnb. Airbnb, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's a magical
1: Airbnb where you immediately just like, trade houses, question mark? Yeah. Yes. So, you know, you got to buy Luckily,
0: that. she just found another young white woman but, yeah. going through relationship exactly. issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, they, they trade houses. So, Kate Winslet, boom, shots it to LA. Has like a great time. Oh, Kate Winslet gets to live in this beautiful ass mansion. And and Cameron Diaz has to stay in this like cute but little ass cottage mm-hmm. in the middle of Britain.
0: Yeah. So and then anyway, so Which I will say that I lo- what I love about that is the, the, the girl from the cottage will always immediately love the big ass mansion. Right. Even and though the girl she's in mansion will love right. the cottage. Well, well she, at, at first she's just like, okay, I have to walk how far? Right. Uh, okay. There's no heat. Right. But eventually she's just like, This is what I needed. Yeah. So like the big city girl is gonna need some time to know. But the big cut the little cottage girl, she's just like, oh shit. Right. We got uh, yes. we got a heated pool, yeah. we got we got she, blackout she curtains, do cartwheels in her. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. So then, you know, two twos enter for Kate like who's now staying in LA, enter Jack Black.
0: Being Coming true.
1: Man. Charismatic as shit. Mm-hmm. Like uh he he's also he also works with Cameron Diaz like he he uh, does scores for movies yeah so the entire th- his entire thing is he's just like charming her to shit with his movie knowledge he's
0: walking through the the video store with her yeah, right, and, and he's talking about okay you have to see this movie you have to yeah and he like he does this Jack Black thing where he like but. Charming. Yeah. What I are you going to say? 100% identified with the character. Oh, That's, that would be me. As, <laughs> as movie guys, yeah. this is how you yeah. do your wooing. Right. You're like, this is the movie that we are going to watch together, right. and I am going to show you a part of my life. It and works. then The person that you're with feels so involved, and it's just like, got him. Right. <laughs> now, on the opposite spectrum, Cameron Diaz, chilling out in the little
1: cottage. Charming having, as hell. Having, her, having herself. In walks Kate Winslet's brother, Jude Law. Mm-hmm. Handsome ass Jude Law, 2002. Jude Law walks through height of his powers. Height of his powers, and he's just like, "Yo, walk on, I'm not try, sure you know." And, and Cameron Diaz is just like, "Yeah, dog," <laughs> and you know.
0: There's actually. There's I wish I wish there was a,
1: <laughs> a even more complex reasoning, man. But that's kind of. Oh, just yeah. Just look at him. Yeah, just
0: comes through like
1: you'd hit, you know. With like, the
0: scarf and the glasses, right? just, Yeah, man. Anyway, sorry, I'm a bit mesmerized. Right. Um, but and, and but he's like you would think you know absolute player, but he's got two daughters. He got two daughters. He's he's, the, got, he's like a stable gentleman. He's got a dead wife, right. so there's like a heartbreak there. Right. You know she can she can mend him, uh, and she can he he can open you know. Her, he her. opened her. <laughs> right. I don't remember why I watched the holiday. That's a good movie? No, I know, but it wasn't in because I watched it around the time when it came out. I think I rented it. Mm-hmm. Uh I maybe it was my sister that rented it. And because it was a time ta- we used to do this thing where we would go to Movie Shack. Remember Movie mm-hmm. Shack? Yeah. Right. And we would rent a few things. And I think she rented it. And I was like, all right, well, it's around. I might as well watch it. And I was just like, all right, damn good chick-flick. Yeah. Um and it still holds up. Uh but I think it had a profound impact on me of how not to be a shitted. Yeah, and I really think, and I and this is a don't really don't be the ex boyfriend No, 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 but this is a really good way to end this episode. <laughs> okay, because we started off talking about the Barbie movie, and yeah. these fucking yeah. meatheads yeah. were like, "This yep. movie is not yep. made for I me." I agree. Yep. And this movie, The Holiday, is not technically made for men. It is definitely geared right. towards women. It is. It. I, I saw a TikTok on this recently. They were talking about Breaking down this movie about how it is. It is the the definition of the female gaze. Mm-hmm. Both Jude Law and and, Dad, and, Dad and Jack Black yeah. are the you know the entire uh, uh, spectrum of what the female gaze is. But w- watching this movie as a guy, as a man, as a dude, bro, right. you see what not to do. You see why it is that you don't do those things. You, you don't also, gaslight the of yourself, right? Mm-hmm. You don't gaslight women. You don't you don't uh, uh you know make it their problem when you decide when to cheat on up, them. Yeah. You know you. Own up to and, and the, the men who are in this are they are able to communicate their emotions. They're able to, you know, actually be people and see these women as right. people, not just objects to conquer. So yeah, definitely recommend the holiday. You know, if you want to watch it, uh just to learn how to be a, a better a better human.
1: It's on Netflix and HBO Max.
0: Yeah. 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 I can't think of a better way to end this episode. Yeah. Um you guys have anything else that you'd like to add? Even though I just called you guys muted, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Do
1: you prefer a out?
0: <laughs> I did just
2: wanna just I guess an honourable mention that popped into my brain: the unaccompanied minors did terribly. When last you seen it? And it does not necessarily hold up. When on.
0: last have you seen it?
2: Not seen the whole thing, but like maybe two years ago I caught a bit like I just thought like it started playing on something that like some streaming. There is
0: a reason it did terribly. It was a nice concept. It had a nice song. Unaccompanied minors running I around the airport the on Christmas Eve. I don't even remember the song. All right, well, Shit
2: movie. I didn't hate it. Maybe I'll re- maybe I'll rewatch it one of these days and it'll it'll fill me with anger. It but is, yeah. something about both the concept and um Tyler Williams. Jesse Tyler Williams. Yes, yeah. I like see because I I think by that time he had been doing the whole Everybody Hates Chris, but yeah, yeah. He so was. Was like, I was like, oh, this is Chris. Yeah, he I love a, him he, from he, TV. He, he got
0: a movie. Yeah,
2: <laughs> he got a movie. Yeah, and I liked him. In the, he he reminded me a bit of myself in the movie in terms of the particularities. I was like, ah, ah, fun. It wasn't fun. And, and I liked the concept a lot, especially in the sort of what is a child's experience of Christmas away from their families and their parents navigating the travel God if only there was a
0: movie about a mm. child being left alone my, at Christmas I'm not th- no, like the, if he was left alone at in home in dialogue with, with, yeah. Yeah. In dialogue with other huh. children like he was home huh. in the liminal alone? space of the airport I wonder airport. if they would have made like four you know? of those films right. I think it's right. a very distinct no. oh wait could, you mean could. like stuck in the confined space of an airport no, yeah, the, the what airport, if he was stuck in the confined space of his okay if he had gotten to the okay you know what I want to see I want to see Unaccompanied Mind like but he, gets to, the, he gets to the he gets to the
2: possibly maybe yeah comes, no, how about no. this we he get might, unaccompanied manners but um Maca- 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 how do I pronounce his Macaulay Culkin Macaulay Culkin he uh-huh. gets to the airport and that's where he gets left so unaccompanied minors, uh-huh. but better because in this I think that's alternate what you're thinking universe alternate <laughs> universe he gets to the airport and is left there and then with so the gaggle of other I'm,
0: kids watch around, I'm gonna be watching Macaulay Culkin fucking around in an airport and then I have to I have to suffer through the contrived way in which the bandits are somehow also in the airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're planning yeah, 9-11. Yeah, we're planning, yeah, yeah. planning <laughs> 9-11. <laughs> all right, that's it. That's the end. Thank you all for listening. Guys, thank, Christmas you. thank you for being here. I hope you enjoyed <laughs> sitting in. Uh, I hope we gave you an entertaining show. It is the first time that we have done this in front of people, so it was an experiment for us, and we appreciate you guys being our guinea pigs. Um, I, I genuinely liked you guys' contributions uh, we're going to attempt
1: more live shows soon
0: yeah if you'd like to if you'd like to you know sit in on an episode hit us up we can see if we can arrange something and um, Bam thank you for being here as always yeah man and uh, thank you Damien for editing and, and putting together the whole thing yeah thanks Damien <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you can follow Bam at Flat Bamme on Twitter. That's Flat B A M M Y. You can follow me on Twitter at Damienmovies. Movies as D A M I Movies. You can follow me on Instagram at Damon Michael Movies, and you can find the podcast wherever a podcast can be found: Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Oh, you can follow my Bam was taken. Instabam was taken. Is that your Insta? <laughs> Instabam was taken. <laughs> okay, Cool. I like that. Uh, we're also. Uh, did you know we're up, we're up on Amazon Podcasts? Hour now, yeah. We, we I got cool. an email from Amazon. I nice. said, "Would you like to put your podcast on nice. Amazon?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure. Why the fuck not?" <laughs> yeah. So we're up on that, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're also on SoundCloud. If you just want to add us to your playlist, and uh, SoundCloud, know Spotify, Google Podcast, wherever you can find us, and uh, you're listening to it on right now. Yeah, um, I don't want to say what our next episode is because um, it's a we little got, bit. We got a lot of choices. We got some things to record before the Christmas season is up. done. But um, this episode is coming out right before Christmas, mm-hmm. so uh, to all you and yours, we wish you a happy holidays, happy New Year, Feliz Navidad. That's a that Spanish for, for Our our <laughs> <laughs> our uh, uh, Spanish speaking listeners, let's just let's now happy do Anza, re- let's Hanukkah, do the whole podcast right. in Spanish. Right, uh, hola, bienvenidos. Ben- uh, what's movie? Ay caramba! Pe, 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 película uh, 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 hombre de <laughs> All right, thank uh, un, you. Un alone. <laughs> <laughs> <So rude. laughs> All right, uh, have a good Christmas. We'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.